Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. This holiday, treat the whole family to Hannah Anderson's best pajamas ever. Unbelievably soft, organic cotton pajamas your whole family will want to wear all season long. (laughs) Dozens of -of one-of-a-kind iconic prints, guaranteed to find one you and your family will love. Turn everyday moments into holiday memories with the original family pajamas. Hannah Anderson, best pajamas ever. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. This episode is brought to you by the Project Manga Patreon, the best way for viewers to support the project and allow us a means to keep providing new and quality content to our subscribers. Go to patreon.com slash projectmanga and find out more about the perks we have available to patrons, including early access to all of our content and exclusive videos like behind-the-scenes footage and additional manga reviews. That's patreon.com slash projectmanga. All right, let's get into the episode. Welcome back to the Project Manga Podcast, where we cover One Piece, My Hero, Black Clover, Marshall, Dr. Stone, and Jujutsu Kaisen week to week. Back this week covering Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 46. I'm your host, Eagle. Nice. And Mellow Yes. And as always, before we get started, we would ask that you take a look in that description box down below where you can find links to any and all of our individual social media accounts, such as Twitter, online you know, communities, such as Discord. Whatever auto-listening platform you usually consume podcasts on, you can find us there, as well as links to support the podcast, as such as our Patreon or our online store. So, with all those words said, how you guys feel about this weekend jump? It's a pretty good one. No one piece. No one piece. And everything else was super straightforward, but there's a bunch of bangers in here. So. It felt really quick, like yeah. super quick. Each chapter, like I, my, like I was looking at the time, you know, streamed of my reaction after mm-hmm. i was done i was like damn this yep. is crazy because yeah. i read five Everything. chapters yeah, yeah five chapters that you know without one piece and then the elusive samurai and undead unluck as well in like an hour and 20 minutes i'm like yeah, what? that's quick that's like they usually quicker. go for about two hours yeah sometimes so you'd be hitting like two and a half yeah i feel like a lot of these chapters were high intensity high action but if you like broke down the actual amount of fictional time passed very short sure. like this was that like i feel like um if you hit that movie part it's the choreographed fight it's like three minutes and it's like a big portion of the budget let's go like oh very yeah flashy <laughs> but like not super substantive yeah um yeah. it's just, it's more like action it's going to transition into something to like a larger yeah. chapters i feel like and yeah. We're at super ha- uh, action-heavy points in, like, all of these stories, too. So mm-hmm. it's like, we're right, going to see a yeah. lot of that. 
right now. I too, so. almost feel like a lot of the chapters have been syncing up in that way too. Because yeah. like, yeah, like kind last of. week it was like huge reveals, huge reveals, huge reveals. Okay, like yeah. let's go next arc. Let's go next arc. It's like all right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. Now it's like yeah, it's they, all, do kinda, they do be kind of they do be kind of syncing up like setup chapters, action chapters, lore. You know, were like yeah. big reveal chapters. They all kind of like all well, and I feel like the they time. kind of all try to ramp up towards the end of the year because they have a lot of like events and holidays and shit and oh, sure. a, big, a big break so they usually try and ramp up to a really climactic point towards the end of the year so they can end on like a big reveal or a big event yeah. um, before they get the two week break and then they also come back with a banger man the planning for that has got to be like so intensive from like a right. narrative standpoint like scripting and shit like holy shit well you know when you got editors up your ass trying to plan true. the shit as well it true, makes true. it a little bit easier I guess yeah for sure um but with all those words said, I guess, you know, we're a little bit, we're rambling a little bit, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it's all, it's all good. It's a conversation. Mm-hmm. Chapter 162 of Jujutsu Kaisen, Tokyo number one colony part two. And here goes <laughs> gay, gay fucking his fucking, uh, are fucking their chapter ability, chapter naming ability up again. They really? said, uh, in some kind of interview or like, uh, post jump, uh, note that the authors put in, like. Oh, the Shibuya incident uh, messed up my ability to name chapters. Oh, <laughs> no way. Because <laughs> it was just he's Shibuya like, incident part. It's like, I just ran out of names. That's hilarious. <laughs> he got to like part like 150 or some shit in Shibuya incident. Not really, but it was like, or no, 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 like no. 30 chapters. That's like so 30, wrong. Yeah, 30 or 40, I feel like. Yeah, it was, yeah, it it was like pretty high. chapters. Yeah, He's like, yeah, no, my arc ran longer than most manga's debut <laughs> debut run. Yeah, hilarious. Oh They're all God. named part one, part two, part three. Holy shit! But uh, I don't know. As lame as as lame as some people might think this this dude's technique is, I I, I kind of I don't know. I'm fond of any technique that kind of gives you the ability to fly, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, this one, you know, seems a little more applicable in combat than the jet hair chick, right? Like the jet hair yeah. is cool, a little cooler aesthetically. Yeah. obviously but like combat applications this one seems a little better you know you yeah. can like increase the density of the blades make them harder and then obviously mess with the size like that yes that actually seems pretty dope he had usually like oh a couple times like damn like ah yeah he's about to slice his shit i started um i started to really respect the dude's technique a little bit more on like pages like six and seven like when i when i actually saw the shit ripping through the corridor and just like yeah, it apart, yeah. i was like oh wait okay this is actually kind of nasty i just remembered yeah. why i said because we were I, clowning hold on i just remembered why time. i just remembered why i said part 150 i was just re-watching old episodes and you accidentally said like shibuya incident part like 156 or some shit in the intro <laughs> of an episode and like me you and kiko and nick just busted out laughing it's a false uh, narrative no i'm serious okay sorry sorry a- anyway back to the back to the comment in the cotton <laughs> it happened but let's get back to the let's get back to the chapter <laughs> But nah, man. Yeah, we were clowning, bro. Like we were like, "What the fuck is this?" We were like, just like, who's got the yeah. who's got the propeller hat in the in the Peanuts crew? Somebody in the Peanuts crew. Oh, yeah. it's like yeah. Tweedledee, Tweedledum. It's like, yeah, some shit like that. Yeah, Dumb and Dumber, I think, has one too at like one point. But so goofy, and I was just like, bro, I can't take this guy seriously. Until that page turned into six and seven, and I was like, oh shit, this actually seemed really dangerous. Yeah, he is very dangerous. But like again, we see Yuji just like calm collected Super like calm. he's just another day at work like you see his face like in these panels just right away page like one top panel middle panel on page two he's calm yeah bottom left on three you know what i'm saying he's oh chilling like 
Four, he's a little shook, but then he's back in it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He's like, okay, I check these blades now. I feel him. Yeah. He's really coming into to his uh coming into his own, you know what I mean? These last couple of well, I mean, ever since the Shibuya incident, obviously. I mean, after that Mahito fight. Right, right, right. He <clears throat> he's really just like, okay, my emotions don't really have a place here. Mm-hmm. I can compartmentalize. He's learned how to compartmentalize after just how chaotic that was. Right. Well, he's just like after fighting that, at that speed, it's just like, you know. Yeah. yeah. Not only that, but like he's mentally damaged. He's a different person after that Shibuya incident shit. And he's I hardened. feel like I feel like he never got any real closure with the Mahito shit because Mahito got like sucked up by Ghetto before his eyes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he never really got to no. carry his vengeance through. Sure. If that makes sense. Like he yeah. beat his ass, right? And he yeah. had Mahito like on the run, like scared. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, he never really got to finish it. And he, yeah. he, just he definitely didn't get any closure. He just um, watched Mahito, I, like, get yeah. sucked up, and then Ghetto was like, my! He released <laughs> a big-ass charge of his technique, like, damn. Yeah, plus Thanks. he got, like, Bye. a lot of, like, really crazy reveal stuff for Yuji, and, like, a lot of, like, plot-twisty, like, shit that, like, has affected his psyche, like, rattled him. following that and rattled him. But, like, ever since the, like, I now understand my role panel versus, like, Choso, we've been seeing, like, a hardening of Yuji's you know outlook i want to say like he really on un- like he really thinks he understands exactly what he's supposed to do in these situations whenever he needs help with you know some kind of uh, mode of thinking he'll hit up megumi or some other kind of like more oh, intellectual yeah. character that's around but as soon as he knows what he's supposed to do he's all business now you know what i mean like he just yeah. does the damn thing he's really acclimated to being a sorcerer yeah. in the jujutsu world right and you can and see it and i also yeah. feel like um like, A, he didn't get closure, and B, he hasn't gotten any, like, emotional help, right? Because, like, yeah. his mentors are gone. Nanami is dead. Yeah. Uh, Gojo is sealed. Like, right. confidants are gone. Yeah, yeah like, like Nobara is still, like, where the fuck is she at? She's yeah, dead as far no as idea. we know. Mm. Yeah. I feel she's like... She's M.I.A. I feel like everybody's holding on to hope that, like, she's alive, but I feel like, like, we're supposed to take it as maybe she died and then gay out of respect for the fans just isn't gonna show her like, no that's honest. not respect that's fuck no i no, i you want to no. see her like messed up corpse i don't want to see a messed up corpse but no. some kind of confirmation either way would be incredible yeah, yeah, like yeah, come yeah, on yeah. man like that's so vague dude like holy shit yeah, honestly, like, like, no i was kind she's probably I thought gonna... she might end up being like a rika situation mm. where she comes back as a curse oh jesus christ yeah. Uh, I don't want to get into like Nobara's like theory like to that degree like that'd be insane. I never. Th- that's about my that thing because like, like I was like, well, I feel like like she just seemed like she died so. I'm. It, it seemed so confident to say abruptly, she died because like, like like it was so brutal. Like I was like, I feel like she died. Like everything that like I observed points to death. I don't want that to be. I want there to be a level of plot armor. Even there's if they two have major to be points. There's two major points in her like current situation. One, the last time that we actually like saw her body was when Nita did the the technique that like suspends her damage in place and says like mm-hmm. so like she was about to die, but I basically just locked her damage down to where it can't get worse. Hopefully we can get her somewhere and get her treated and everything will be cool. Mm-hmm. And then that's what gave us all the most hope, really. And then yeah. you get the Yuta and Megumi and um and Yuji conversation where Yuji's like, what's up with Nobara? And he just kind of like looks down and like looks sad and like shakes his head or some shit, implying that she's dead or whatever. Yeah. But it's like, that's still too vague. You know what I mean? So even if that was the case, I don't think Gege would execute the confirmation of her death in that way. 
So like Dude. that's why I think she's still alive. Otherwise, like why she do you might be like in that? a coma or something like something, that, based on like the amount of damage. Yeah. And then I could see like based off her um like cursed ability to like transmit cursed energy over a distance. Sure. It'd be really funny if um while in a coma she's like doing like a little Chucky type thing. Mm. So there's like a little chibi <laughs> Nobara going oh run around with a hammer. That would be hilarious. Be I'd love that. I don't know if that I'd fits in that. with like the our style, understanding of like, the energy or the style, but like that would be ridiculous. Because we've had like Mechamaru yeah. in that sense where That's he's right projecting his stuff so like i don't think but it's that's like, his it's actual not technique unusual. though isn't it yeah yeah but it's like not an unusual method right too. right so i was like it's, ah maybe yeah. maybe definitely not um, impossible you never know but like i don't know how i, I just, feel about I, that. I worry that she's dead and yeah. if she's dead she's a sorcerer she probably has regrets and then yeah. that's why i think she might become like a curse like weaker or something i like really that. just hope she's not dead um, oh my god but, but like yeah. back to the chapter yes yes this helicopter guy he goes hard. He's tough. He's scary. Um, but yeah, no, after Ma the Mahito fight, like, Yuchi just isn't really phased by yeah. anything anymore. Yep, so you gotta go. Like, oh, boom. yeah. Ooh. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'm just gonna hit the center. Just calmly deduces on. every situation, it seems like, and yeah. proceeds as necessary. I love the diagram on the bottom right panel of eight. Yeah. Where it's like, no matter how tough it is, the head remains its vital spot, so if I can hit him there, and it shows, like, okay, don't try to fight him like this, but if he comes at you like this, punch him in the top of the fucking dome, and he came right at him in the perfect way, so that's cool mm -hmm. to get that, like, alternate scenario of what could have been a problem for Yuji, but he just didn't have to experience that. I mean, he did actually kind of, because he he was kind of in that spot on four, when he does, like, the splits to evade. When he was ducking, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So, I think that's actually just him going, okay, I cannot fight him that way again. Like, that's a little right. bit too risky. But he's coming at me straight on, so I'm about to just steal off his ass, like, yeah. straight on, you know. And then he hits oh, him with man. this kick, this beautiful kick on 11. And, like, you know, the panel afterwards is, like, showing him, like, bringing the leg down. That very common martial arts you know, scene where a oh, dude yeah. just gets his very shit Bruce kicked Lee. in very brusely. Exactly. I just love seeing that every time it's used. Sanji's got how, it a lot. Yeah. I yeah. love how the copter guy, he's like, it's like, ah, did you break your face? Looks like you're the loser of this fight. And it's, be and he's got hit so hard that he's like missing teeth. He might have a concussion, which might add to the speech impediment. Yeah. <laughs> like, he got his head caved in a little bit. Yeah, bro. Holy shit. Oh, man. He's like, no, my, my hand's fine. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, no, a little scuffed up. It's, yeah. you know, whatever. What a beast, bro. Holy shit. I love that. Mm. And then we got Buddy. He's like, yo, long time no see. You remember me? And I think he's just trying. I don't know if he legitimately like thinks that like him and yuji have ever had an interaction before or if he's just using you know the we used to go to school we were boys back in the day a little bit to kind of try to throw yuji off or try to get him to mm -hmm. just to just be like oh yeah i think i remember you or something like that leading him into a false sense of security i think he only knows yuji because of his notoriety after shibuya so like yeah. like i think that that's kind of like what's going on and he's just trying to be a little bitch about it maybe there's a little bit I, more to it I, I don't know but i genuinely think he's like knows him not because of his notoriety in the jujutsu world but like sure. he calls him the tiger of west junior oh High. yeah like, he, he totally he does gives say him that. the middle school nickname and he's yeah. just like i didn't choose that name Fuck that i'm oh, so embarrassed man. i forgot about that right. that's right he totally does and say so that like him. i'm glad that kind of confirms my guess yeah. about him just being like an old classmate but this goes further in the past than we thought 
Um, I do like that. Oh, man. And the guy seems surprisingly calm, too, which is, like, kind of keeps me suspicious of him. Yeah. Um, which just deepens as the chapter goes. He's like, oh, he's suspicious. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I think, thing. I think, um, yeah. Oh, wait. So then we go to Remy. We go to yep. Remy and Megumi again. And like, okay, so I, I want to, I'm wondering if, because remember how we were talking about the possibility that she could be trying to lure him into some kind of like technique based like spell or like binding vow mm -hmm. or whatever the fuck we were talking about before, but like just wasn't able to meet the conditions or something. I'm wondering if like, if, if it's like a two part system, because she says, will you be my knight? And then he literally says yes to that. And then ever since then, he keeps calling her you. And she's like, stop calling me you. And they're making a really big point to like keep bringing up the fact that he is not calling her by her name. And she's like upset about that. So like, what if mm -hmm. like the second part of that condition is you have to call her by her name or something. And as soon as he calls her by her name, he's like fucked or something. Because like you could see it on like 14. Yeah. He, you know, he's like, hey, you, you're not a sorcerer from the past. And he's like, why do I seem frumpy? And she's like, stop calling me you. And she's like, got a bead of mm -hmm. sweat coming down as if she's like frustrated. Like this motherfucker is really not saying she my name. Thinks it. Yeah. Yeah. Or she thinks it right. But she's like, she's really stressed out that he's not calling her by her name. And that could just be because she wants to be called by her name, like whatever. But like, I'm just like sitting here, like squinting my eyes, like, Nah, on page bruh. 16 as well he says wait you yeah tell me where you're going and she's like stop calling me you yeah they keep doing gets, it gets aggressive about it yeah know? yeah so so i'm wondering if like when he finally is like yo remy she's gonna be like mm! and then like some shit's about to be different you know so like yeah that's kind of like where i'm going with that which i think would be insane um otherwise like she hasn't even like had to use her scorpion tail hair yet either which is like another thing that I'm waiting to see from her character too. Yeah. Like maybe by acknowledging her, it like helps her hair pierce like regular defense, like standardized cursed defenses. Oh, sure. So like, and like, like in folklore, names do have power, right? Like if you know a devil's name, you can command it, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, like, it, like there's a lot of, um, fantasy where if you know a wizard's name like you say black company by glenn cook uh if you know a wizard's name you can invoke it and cause them pain and like weaken them rumpelstiltskin so, or whatever doesn't that fit yeah exactly yeah, rumpelstiltskin yeah. it's it's in there like names do have power yeah that's um, right wow so i think there's that um i feel like she might actually be um a sorcerer from the past mm. a little bit you do just like maybe it's just like the sweat beads just like hey wait why do you think i'm why do you think i'm from the past oh shit is he on to me like oh that sure kind of thing. yeah 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 um just a touch yeah. um Got to and the possibility then, out there yeah and then it's like stop spend time it's like spend time pondering uh what was it uh so stop thinking in terms of past and present sorcery like maybe like, page, she's like hey i don't want this again uh page 15 stop thinking about ter in terms of past and present sorcerers and part of me is just like is that a way of her trying to bury the issue 
Oh, sure. But it makes like, sense because there's logic there. It's like, dude, we've been playing this game for 12 days. Like, you got to stop looking at it as regular sorcerers would do this. Yeah. Older sorcerers would do this. It's literal chaos now and everyone's just being shitty. So, like, like, don't spend too much time thinking about who could be a past sorcerer and who might not be. Everyone is kind of behaving on a similar wavelength right now just because of the game. Yeah. Yeah. So if she is being sneaky, then she's, like, telling, like, enough of the truth and going enough along with his logic to where she can, like, manage it. Because, like, that's the best way to lie is to incorporate logic and some truth in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if she's really best stringing lies him along, incorporate right? some truth. And if she really is stringing him along right now, then, like, that's such a huge feat for, for Remy because Megumi is no slouch sharp. Up, up here. Yeah, you know what she I mean? Is like, so he sharp. is absolutely one of the sharpest tools in the shed. So, like... That's pretty. That's I pretty do. <laughs> I do like the interaction. She's like, "Hey, what's to stop you from bumping me off as soon as I do?" It's like, "But what if you die before we get there? Hey, you gotta protect me." It's like, yeah. Yeah, but just in case." <laughs> and stop calling me you. Like that doesn't even fit there. Like, like what you wanted him to call? Or wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Did he say it? Again? Like I said, you've got to protect me. Yeah. And stop calling me you. Yeah, but if you die before we get there, and then she's like, "Stop calling me you." It's like you fits there. Like, but if yeah. Remy die before we get there, like that doesn't even make sense. Like she's exactly. really driving she's home really this you shit. For it. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like that. Like she's I'm yelling at him it. for not using her name in a situ in a in a sentence where it doesn't even make sense now. So like she's really trying to get this guy to say her name. What was that? Well, I guess I took that as her referring to the one the panel up above where he says, "Wait, you." Oh, there we go. Yeah, no, you're totally mm, right. That's Sorry, tracks, <laughs> but still, that's that's it's, super see, tracks. Yeah. It tracks, but it's still like I feel like we're on to something. I feel yeah. like we are onto something with this with this you shit. And like you said, it would be a bigger feat for her to deceive Megumi, mm -hmm. and most of the people would be. Um, I believe someone even said this in my reaction chat. Uh, like you know, Yuji is kind of some. We would all assume he's the easier one to deceive, and he kind of gets involved with the shittier side of things most times. Right. So everybody was like, "Oh yeah, he'll probably be the one that the traitors with," but. I think since it would be a bigger feat to fool Megumi here, and yeah. you know we're kind of onto something with this you shit. Yeah, I think I think it's Remy. Plus, as much as I, yeah, as much as I don't want it to be Remy because I'm, you know, I like her a little more than this other guy. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty privileged, but you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I I see you raise the it could be them. I think it's both of them. I think they're both being deceitful. Sure. Um, because that would be funny. <laughs> yeah. like i think it'd just be purely funny um because they're both really suspicious like remy's way more suspicious than amai yeah and then i still think amai is pretty shifty too because he's like he's pretty calm and collected he's like oh i'm just the gopher i'd have been killed off anyway i'm yeah. good i just leave him don't worry about him like and he's clearly very going. submissive to like oppression you know what i mean like if you're like on his like if you're stronger than him and you want him to do something like is he really going to fight you on that he's probably just going to take the side you know, that means that his life is prolonged, you know, or mm -hmm. his health is prolonged, you know what I mean? More so willing like, to betray people. More yeah. willing to betray people, like, depending on, like, what he thinks is best for his well-being, you know what I mean? So, like, if you're mm -hmm. being, you know, if, if, if there is a, you know, if someone's got him in a situation where he can't really do anything, he's probably going to do whatever they say, you know what I mean? So, but I don't yeah. know about, like, Yuji intellectually, he's obviously not on par with Megumi, but I think that what they represent are, like, kind of, um, 
I don't want to say two logic sides. Logic and the, instinct? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, he's a lot more instinctual. So whereas Megumi will get to the bottom of your deceit and figure it out and then outplay you up here, Yuji will just cave your shit in at the first sign of suspect activity. You know he's what I mean? Like, so it's like... He's just like, I, don't, I didn't trust you from the beginning. Yeah, it's know, like man. if you like, say something sus bah. to Yuji, he's just going to fucking jaw your shit or something, you know? But Megumi mm -hmm. will be like, all right, I got to figure out exactly how they're lying to me, exactly how to counterplay, you know? And he'll play along with you a little bit longer before, before fucking your shit up, you know what I mean? So I don't know, man. I think either... Either way they're gonna all go to the same spot and they'll probably, probably yeah you know like and this is clearly higuruma at the end right yeah i think so yeah yeah i think oh I yeah think that's the guy I, know, I, sure. I thought yeah, i, I think thought this higuruma is... was the uh judge guy the lawyer no oh my god is it no way i thought it was hold on yeah, I think, you, Higuru... I think you might be right, actually. I just Because completely... Higuruma was the lawyer. It is. Oh, my God. Yeah. I feel so stupid. Okay, yeah, so this is no. a new character. That's why I think it's actually uh, yeah, wrong. Wow. Because um, they're like, Ikeburo and Shinjuku, um, uh, one of our members of our Discord brought it up. Uh, I think Rono Homo. Uh, he said he thinks that Higuruma is actually in Chiyoda, where a lot of the courthouses and stuff are actually are. Mm-hmm. And so part of me thinks that both Remy and Amai are on the same kind of team, or at least network, sure. and they work for this guy um, because of, I was thinking the little chips that he has on top of... Um, these receipts? Uh, What's up with these receipts? receipts yeah. they, they, they seem like paperweights, but also at the same time, they seem significant. Um, they yeah. reminded... They, I didn't see like the top, like writing on them, but they reminded me of this form of like Chinese chess system. Mm. And she said knight. Mm. So she said knight, will you be my knight? And I thought, oh, hey, you know, there's this thing. And then, I, and then oh, she, there's, wow. there's, a, there's, a, the, there's an actual knight pawn in this Chinese version of chess. Oh. Um, very similar. And then also the kind of like circular ring kind of matches Amai's hat. Oh wow! Okay, now okay. It, it's, it's a it's a hat with a circle on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so I was like, oh, maybe it's that, maybe it's this, and maybe you know, they're all in on it. You definitely uh, never know how the mangaka is going to use the imagery to tell a story before it's actually revealed in exposition. So like, that's really cool to think about. I definitely, I, I'm I'm thinking of like why like this dude is just looking at a bunch of receipts though. Like, yeah, I'm wondering know. the same thing. Like, that definitely seems like some serial killer shit. So, like, <laughs> goes along with <laughs> yeah. why he would be trying to lead people here to put, you know, uh, seemingly, you know, you you would assume he's got ill intent. He's yeah. probably trying to kill you. I mean, with, like, the clotheslines, with the paper clips, with, like, the other receipts and stuff, it gives off, like, huge... Um like spider vibes in the middle of his web kind of thing and it's like yeah. oh these debts are the flies that trapped in my web and what if once he's you like, owe me i own you or he's that like a, what if he's like a business owner and his technique has to do with like taxes keeping, <laughs> keeping all his taxes and receipts in fucking line bro and he fucking these are death receipts Yo. from all the people he's killed or maybe if you owe him if you owe him money then like he controls you and these are all the receipts of people who like owe him money yeah these are the yeah. tabs of people and these are so all his little minions that's exactly that's, that's kind of what i was thinking case. yeah um he just seems like a guy that's like like his power might be related to like racking up a tab with him and then interest accrues that kind of thing 
Um, Damn, that's like crazy when you think of like Hikari, who's like all about money and like business and like gambling. It's like really easy to like get in debt when you like lose like at gambling and yeah. shit. You know what I mean? So it's like this is all starting to kind of feel like it's connecting, which is wild. Obviously, we got to wait for way more information from Gege. But like, this is a cool conversation right now because it's like I yeah. have no idea what to think of. I clearly thought he was Higuruma. So I'm going into this conversation like, what is going yeah, me on? Me and Knox both look like ducks dude. right now. <laughs> like literally, he thought it was here, and and somebody was asking, like one of you was like, Knox was like, this is Higuruma, right? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I was like, it's, <laughs> it's obviously this guy. You're like, conviction. hell yeah, bro. <laughs> With conviction, I'm like, yeah. Oh, thank God Mello's here, because like if it was just me and you or something, we would have rode that shit into the sunset. Like, it's Higuruma, got, yeah. And the Twitter just pops out of the bushes. Get him, it's an ambush. Nah, oh, co no, comment, comment sections would have tore us the fuck up. Y'all are so wack. <laughs> like, I'm unsubscribing. You're frauds. Pistol, pop, 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 pop. You don't even read. Oh, man. I'm, like, so thankful no. for this setting when discussing, like, manga and shit, though. Because it's, like, Absolutely. someone will say one thing, and then, like, there's a chance that the other person will be like, uh, wait, though. And then it's like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Our credibility I mean, is, like, a little I've, bit salvaged here. I'm usually off base when it comes to One Piece, just straight up. I'm just like, what about this? And they're like, no, no, no. That was, like, maybe three years ago, dude. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. So, you know, we, we, we supplement each other shortcomings to some degree yeah which is nice absolutely absolutely yeah. um, so wait, is, is it one of these two places that the courthouses are uh no uh the guy from our discord rona i think he said that the courthouses tend to be in chioda which well, would yeah, be that's right, that's in the other that. colony so megumi's oh, wow. going to shinjuku and itadori's going to ikaburo yeah Ikabukuro. in the wrong colony uh, that's that's my thinking i think that'd be really fun yeah i was sitting here um, going like i bet you they're gonna all end up at the same place and it's like no they're gonna be in two completely different spots i think it's really interesting to get them all split up because like we know their teamwork is so good that yeah. like having I, and also i like that it's gonna be able to showcase their growth since that point yes. yeah because they're just like, so low they're as solo fuck. power yeah mm -hmm. and i want to see how that works i want to see how they work individually like how their their thought processes mm -hmm. go forward like i'm really excited to see how yuji just handles this um very gray spectrum of morality that this kind of scenario will engender yeah, yeah sure as opposed to like and it definitely raises stuff yeah like what is yeah. yuji going to do when he realizes that someone who is not directly attacking him and threatening his life is like on fuck shit you know what i mean like obviously you think he'll just like knock him out or whatever but like is it is it going to get to a point where it's like okay i cannot afford to be double crossed in these moments like this is all life or death highest stakes we've probably had so far so it's like if you're going to be running around here on fuck shit like this like should i just end this person you know should what i, I snap mean the like weasel's neck yeah like, type shit you know what i mean which will be like probably the next leg of you know or of the adventure for for yuji's moral development you know what is I mean? this like, the slow descent yeah from yuji's madness yeah or and maybe not even madness maybe just cold calculating you know utilitarianism you know what i mean, I mean like, isn't that a form of madness i guess because, I, I mean yeah. we uh like that time we talked about where the the root word for android came from yeah right? that's a form of madness yeah. where the guy is just like oh yeah i can't sleep because the kids are screaming 
And they're like, because it bothers you? And he's like, no, it's just annoying. And yeah. it's like, oh, damn. Like, that level of coldness is a form of madness like, yeah. to me. If you get, if you guys um, didn't know, the android concept from Philip K. Dick came from Nazis. His time just reading Nazi journals, studying World War II. And he was like, yeah. holy shit, this is, this is a human with no empathy. Android was born from that. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's a really cool piece of history. But. Oh, man. Uh, I just feel like um, this character in the end, at, like, 1819, um, with his, like, giant tattoo on the ground, he seems like like a Yakuza, right? Like, he seems like those uh, like those Yakuza guys or um, Kinemen men or something like that. They're um, Yakinemen. They're, they're basically loan sharks. <laughs> yeah. They're like the loan shark guys, right? Yeah, they're like sure, low-level sure. gangsters. They loan shark people with like weird contracts and like insane percentages of stuff and just yep. own people's Super lives. high APRs and shit, yeah. Yeah, like those payday loans, but yeah. like mm-hmm. even more thuggish. Oh, God, that's... He just seems evil. like that kind of guy because like the super yeah. long hair, he's got that kind of like chin strap stuff going on like the the big tattoo yeah kind of cut lean mean loan processing machine kind of guy like the kanji saying like indomitable is really cool just as a tattoo but i Mm. know that it has to like give us a hint as to like what the fuck he's going for entirely maybe even all the way up to like how his curse technique operates because if we're talking about you know debt repayment and you know, forced servitude because of debt, then like indomitable, I don't know, indomitable wills is kind of like what comes to like mind, you know what I mean? And it's like, you just like, he's just like, you can't, you can't outwill this person. You know what I mean? I mean, it means like impossible to defeat or subdue. And so like, what, what if it is a reference to the amount of debt that he can curse you with? It is an indomitable amount of debt that you cannot climb over, that you cannot pay off. And that's his whole methodology. Then then it would have to be like something to do with maybe APR then would be like a pretty, pretty, but then that's like totally Hakaware from Hunter Hunter. Yes, that's what (laughs) I was thinking. It's like a little bit of Hakaware and then like that um, Leal guy where he could like, oh, you owe me a favor and then you can borrow people's net abilities, that kind of thing. Yeah, Hagia slash Leal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking something like that. And like like the most recent chapters with like the... The colony games and stuff have been giving me massive Hunter x Hunter vibes. So I was yeah. like, all right, I can see it coming. Like, my brain is already in that mentality. This shit is chock full of references. That could be why we really time. haven't yeah. seen any abilities from the scorpion haired chick. Or oh, their powers because, are locked. Because oh, they're trying to get their no. powers back. Oh, yo. Hey. That's really funny. Oh, I like my that. God. I like That's that. That's like a lot. really cool to think about. But then also. That kind of like throws a monkey wrench in our, in our idea of like, well, maybe not because because, because if her curse technique holder, is the hair, it. well, like if her curse technique is the hair and she's trying to trap him in some kind of like extra spell outside of that, which you would assume would be a binding vow, even though binding vows haven't really operated on this level, you know, in the series before. It's just like so like head scratchy because it's like if her abilities are if her if her if her hair is the technique. And that's locked away. So she's trying to do this night Remy stuff, you know, like to force like some other kind of situation. 
then like that would make a lot of sense that her powers are locked by whatever debt she's in you know indentured to you know for this for this indomitable yeah. tattoo guy like maybe but she's then, borrowing a power from another person just don't man i just feel like there's just not enough information to like say or, too much yeah i mean this kind of plays into the whole like theme of this colony game right like you don't know enough about these things mm. when you look at everything with suspicion you see threats everywhere that kind yeah. of thing so like i do like that 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 this colony start has like really engendered that because we're just like oh what's it what if it's this what if it's this and it's like yeah. am i just experiencing the paranoia that the yeah. characters would feel and I'm trying to wonder if, like, the, the, the circumstance itself, like, being in the culling game has any effect on, like, how cursed energy moves throughout the space of the barrier, you know what I mean? Or, like, how it operates, you know? Because, like, yeah. what made me kind of think about it is, like, when when they first walk through the barrier and they got separated, it's like that was something that wasn't included in the rules. Like, it was just something that, like, you know, was added as a, you know, thing in the game like yeah. but wasn't shared with the people oh like you know what added i mean a rule, like, maybe not even added a rule i, th I think it was literally just, just uh, ghetto not, yeah like just ghetto not telling you everything He's like y'all aren't gonna come in here squatted I, up yeah yeah exactly and run but i'm also not going to tell that. you that you're going to be separated as soon as you come into the colony because if they, if it did say that then megumi and yuji wouldn't have been confused you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when it happened, you know what I mean? So, which is like a really positive thing I want to say, like whenever there is a added element that helps one side that like, because like for, for, for an arc, like the calling game, when it's like, these are the rules, this is how it works. And everyone's talking about that for chapters leading up to it. You want to feel like you have a really good understanding of what's going on before you go into the situation. That's true for us. And that's true for Yuji and Megumi, but then they walk into the colony and they're instantly separated. They're like, Whoa, we didn't know this was a thing. How come we didn't know about this? And it's like when it, when it, when it's the antagonist that gets extra things out of nowhere, it feels good because it adds stakes. You don't want that on the, on the opposite end, you don't want the protagonist to pull something out of their back pocket that helps them in a situation that was never established before because then that's going to feel hand wavy. It's going to feel like a deus ex machina. It's not positive. But like any kind of extra stakes given to the protagonist, any kind of extra hurdles or obstacles makes it more, you know, compelling like instantly because you're like, this is a new thing for them to overcome, which is totally fine. Buff the, buff the villains as much as you want, but like don't do that for you know the heroes yeah. so like i i appreciated that when we started the calling game but i'm kind of like rambling now but anyway going back to what i was saying originally about how there could be other not known information about the game that doesn't just affect what happens when you enter the colony but also could potentially affect how cursed energy operates but that would be weird considering that this seems like very personalized cursed energy related discussions for the characters involved so would the games like you know would the game influencing cursed energy in any kind of way actually like work for someone individually inside of their own you know cursed techniques i don't fucking know that seems um, like it would be kind of weird but i just thought i'd throw the idea are out there anyway. you guys familiar with the concept of goo like gu goo imagine your new bathroom 
a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Right now, Amazon is offering some amazing extra perks that come with a job offer. If you start a warehouse job, you can get a $1,000 sign-on bonus. That means you start earning a paycheck right away, plus you get extra cash to use before the holidays. Applying is so easy, you don't even need an interview. It's never been so rewarding to start an hourly job that's close to home. So what are you waiting for? To join the team today, visit Amazon.com slash sign-on bonus. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Um, it's it's been dropped in a couple mangas before that I've seen, but it's basically an old Chinese folklore thing as like an assassination myth, where they would take like centipedes and snakes and scorpions and spiders and all these poisonous things and then dump them in a jar, and then once th- it would basically kill each other inside this jar, and then the, the most... one thing would be the most poisonous creature they literally and talk they, about that in jujutsu kaisen don't they weren't we getting shit like that in the fucking like maki arc the maki mini arc before he went on break i swear to god they use that reference i think the in last jujutsu time kaisen. i saw that was yeah. in hunter x hunter um oh. with the chimera ant arc a little okay. bit i think um her dad was talking about that with the cursed beast that he released her into yeah and, he was like, yeah, we got all these things down here and only the strongest emerge because they just freely, you know, devour all the weaker upon each ones. Other. And then, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's something that like Naraku used in like Inuyasha, I think. Yeah, I think. And it's, 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 it's used in a lot of series and it's a really cool concept as kind of like a, like a funneling of power. And I feel like that's kind of one of the reasons Kenjaku is doing the whole thing in the first place is to elevate curse users like curse you cursed power oh, comes wow. from what negative emotion yeah. well if you're in a game where you're going to kill each other and you're losing empathy for everyone around you and are suspicious of everyone around you and given an arena where you can freely use your ability to hone your own combat ability you're going to get better by default right right so i feel like this whole colony thing was meant to elevate that kind of stuff it, like the whole like petri dish thing right like they're adding elements to this thing and like this germ will evolve this virus will evolve this curse will evolve they're trying to grow something in this petri dish yeah um, and 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 we also know that kenjaku is like actually trying to like find like the next stage of evolution or something mm-hmm. along those lines right based on his like um because they always tied it back to, like, the conversation that Ghetto and Yuki had back in, like, Hidden Inventory about, like, there's two ways to kind of deal with this. Either kill everyone that doesn't have cursed energy or, like, you know, bring everyone to the point where they don't need cursed energy anymore. I don't know. It's been a while since I've... Either I've everyone has cursed energy or no one does. Yeah, something like that. You know what I mean? And then we were talking about the possibilities that Yuki's real intentions could be trying to upgrade everyone to positive energy instead of cursed energy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that, like, that's, like, the missing factor that Kenjaku, like, doesn't realize is a possibility. So he's trying to do this, like, goo technique to kind of, like, bring people up to that next pinnacle. You know what I mean? So that he can either take that mm-hmm. body or whatever. You know what I mean? But th- it was a cool conversation that we had yeah. back in the day when the conversations were a lot more relevant. But um, Or 
Um, he's trying to bring all these coarse people and by putting them in places where they will definitely die with regrets, he's trying to cultivate even stronger curses to add yeah. to his Uzumaki spiral. Jesus Christ. Like, I mean, the guy's efficient. He's not going to yeah. waste any parts. Period. Right, 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 right. Um, so a little bit of both, A and B, maybe an unmentioned C. I don't know. The man, the man's mastermind. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. I think, um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't have anything it. else for Jujutsu Kaisen. I was just going to say, I think I'm good on Jujutsu this week. I think that we, like, squeezed blood out of a rock or whatever the fucking, like, the term is. I think I'm, yeah. I totally just butchered that, and it's not yeah. even close to that. But you know what I mean. I think we got a, yeah. enough out of the conversation based on, like, what the contents of the chapter was. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to expect. Amai is the shiftiest one, in my opinion. But that's yeah, for me. sure. Well, with that, I think we can go ahead and jump right into chapter 214 of Dr. Stone, Stone World's Earth Defense Force. And we get this beautiful color cover of uh, the gang, you know, Zeno, Senku, Yuzriha, Taiju, and uh, the reliable Luna. Uh, also Magma up Magna. top. Magma up top, yep. Yeah. Is Magma like full beard right now? No. Nah, he's just kind oh, of funny. Oh, no, okay, yeah, no, yeah, He's no. clean. It's the, uh, it was just zoomed out, and then, like, his smile went into his hair that's, like, hanging yeah, it's the down. the frowny face So it, like, yeah, like, it, like, made me think that was the outline of, like, some kind of beard or something, but... Mm -hmm. Senku's cool... chin seems a little off, though, like... Yeah, yeah, a off, little bit. Off-center a little bit, if you know what I mean, you know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I, I do see it now that you said something. And, like, something. you see this, the line, like... On the right side of his, well, on our right, his left side of his face, you see the curvature in the chin line, and on the on the other side, it just seems yeah. less. Yeah, terrible. now that I zoom in, it's like not as, but like no, zoomed out when you said that, I was like, wait a minute, is his chin kind of off center? <laughs> this is like information, like this is shit that just doesn't matter. But <laughs> it's like it's Boichi huh. fam, like he can't miss no matter, even if he I does. Know, I mean, I, it, it just seems not fully yeah. symmetrical yeah like his, for sure his chin is a little off yeah it but, does have you know, like kind of like a lopsided look to it. that's inconsequential it's a mm -hmm. cover right 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 but yeah man um this chapter was great as a follow-up to the yeah. last one this was so I badass when they're just like all right yes step a, step a couple feet back i love that senkun reuse we have like the distancing like figured out based on how fast the radio the wave is moving and mm -hmm. yeah that panel where it's like right in front of senku's face is so fucking badass yeah, I was like, oh my god just loki, loki gave me him. chills yeah it's like holy shit he's so confident like what he's happens like, if the tendrils touch you do you just get like a little bit of like petrification nah, it probably yeah. doesn't do anything yeah yeah the tendrils are probably definitely like, overlapping like a visual it's like it's like a mirage a little bit like there's like a little visual flare but like it's not quite the same yeah um but uh like i said you know they pretty much just calmly put gen and yo back together and yeah and uh and you know revive them yo little funny moment hit panel where he's like yo my hair what the fuck bro yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're like hey, we got the important parts what are you talking about your hair will grow right. back brother yeah <laughs> nope he's staying like that forever probably holy shit that'd be funny as hell but yeah. Um, so, 
does Gen seem kind of weird to you in this chapter? Dude, yeah, and, like, this is one of my favorite things about Gen is that he's always shown as, like, so, like, sinister sometimes. Yeah. And, it's, and it's so well represented in his dialogue and the art that it literally makes you go, like, is this dude on fuck shit? But, like, we know that it's at a point now to where these guys are just as trustable and trust or just as trustworthy and as a part of the crew and as people that you don't need to worry about, just like the Straw Hat Pirates, you know what I mean? So, like, I don't think... I never actually think that Gen is actually really on some sinister, you know, sketchy shit. But it, they just do such a good job of showing him in that way that you kind of go, like, why is Gen acting like this? <laughs> I feel like it adds to the tension of, like, finding out exactly what his thought process is. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, why is yeah. he behaving this way? And then he's like, like aha. Chapter, like, page yeah. 10, he's just like, like where they're removing the battery and he's behind them yeah like around the corner just listening and right. like he's watching. with kaseki move removing the battery he's the one that says too risky right better remove the battery for no now, just it's the other sure. guy he's with but uh gen wait. gen's behind the two of them. you're talking about ukyo oh yeah, yeah ukyo gen, is yeah. with kaseki as he's removing the battery but yeah. like this is just gen's like this is just the way they show gen behaving you know what i mean like whenever he's up to something and he has an idea that he hasn't like revealed yet they always show him like on some other shit in this way until it's revealed what his thought process is and then you find out like oh you just have like you know you just came to a conclusion and we're just acting or looking sketchy i don't know but i feel like they always show him like this you know like whenever it's yeah. like that yeah and then it always ends up being something that's just like not an actual problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some little funny yeah, ass panel just, of him. Yeah. He's just very crafty and stuff, and I was just like, um, I feel like I read a lot, so sometimes I get some plot lines mixed up sure. every now and again. And part yeah. of me is just like, was there a traitor? Oh. In, in in the crew, like no. he's getting like no, yeah. like, not not in not in for a while. There was vibes where it was like, can we trust Hyoga? But that was yeah. really it, you know. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, part of me is just like, man, Gen seemed like ready to like trying to keep tabs everything. Like when Chelsea was just like, oh hey, this is a really good idea. It's a perfect crime. You're a true detective, and he's like, shh, 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 shh. Yeah. like trying to shush it up. He's like, hey, no, let's not talk about that. That's that's exactly what I did. Like, yeah. you know that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, I think you're supposed like, to go like, what is he on, really? Though, like yeah. every time this this happens, genuinely, yeah. I think that's really him. Like, because he's the one that says it's possible someone scheduled this shit. You know, like you guys were pointing out. So I think really from the uh, from the beginning, he's been deducing this and like sitting here like yo you know what i'm saying which one yeah. of you motherfuckers because people came over from the you know the united states corn city right so they even could have been like you know i don't know how long it took them to get there probably a few weeks they could have been like they could have been like three weeks 20 meters yeah you know what i'm saying as yeah. soon as we get here we're gonna lob this to them and fuck it see what happens who we petrify hopefully it's fucking senku and anybody else who knows how to make and the then petrification wins or whatever maybe it's a thing. combination of like you know, Riichiro Inagaki and Boichi trying to set an expectation that there is someone sketchy on the ship that orchestrated yeah. this. And, well, that, I, and that, like, Gen is 
almost trying to get to the bottom of it and that's why yeah. he's moving so sketchy but then also like it could, again could be involved and that's why he looks so sketchy and then it all just comes down i don't know that again to... is involved no no, I mean, no it no, would be it would be smart of him though no this it definitely would be smart of him though to, yeah. uh, to petrify himself if he didn't want people to think he was involved or whatever mm -hmm. right that's what i'm saying is like like for the record i definitely don't think this is a thing that anybody on the ship is being sketchy and, and shouldn't be trusted and is setting up anything i think it's literally just like an artistic you know choice to just show gen in this way to to arouse suspicion and lead you into one of multiple different false senses of securities one of them being is there an actual traitor on the ship a second one being could it possibly be gen involved and you know like things like that but it's really just comes down to like him just I don't fucking know. That's just the way he is whenever he's on to something, whenever he's not nice. something, whenever he's got like a, a a new way of thinking that no one else is expecting. He acts shady and sketchy in that way to yeah, maybe create an expectation. I think it's like also his sly nature. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, I'm having a really hard time putting it into words, but like it feels so right to me up here. I think it's an artistic I think it's an an artistic choice to like convey the seriousness of what he's getting at, right? He's yes. like from the beginning, he's kind of like, yo, implying more serious vibes, because I think he was kind of thinking along the lines of what he was saying later in the chapter from the beginning. Like, damn, did someone set this up? Yeah. Like, why? And if so, sabotage? and if someone did set it up, I need to, like, be, you know, in the cracks, like, in the, in the thin places, like, listening to everybody and gathering information so that I can, like, actually, you know form my my opinion on the on the matter you know um confidently you know what i mean right. so like then that's just the way gen is shown when he's on some intel shit or something you know what i mean mm -hmm. but yeah. i don't know uh like i don't know it's just it like i get it that it's probably a way to get sly but another part of me has like this weird like feeling that maybe gen did this not as a way to be like oh he's on y man's side because he doesn't want Senku and the others to go on a one-way trip to space. Cool, but like then, then Yo would definitely have to know that Gen was did it. You know what I mean? Because he was literally right next to him. There's no way that Gen could whisper in a way that was effective to activate the the Medusa, but not hearable, but or not able to be heard. <laughs> by yo when they were in that close of proximity to each other as they closed the vacuum seal you know what i mean like there's just no way like if he if he did activate the medusa himself for whatever reason yo would have heard him do it he was always within earshot of anything gen would say unless it like the medusa doesn't have to hear you for whatever dumb reason that would be and you literally just have to say the words but like it's all a proximity thing like it doesn't make sense that he would be able to activate it without yo knowing unless they're literally both in on it you know what i mean well, would have it to might be, be like no it might be the thing that chelsea says like it could have been a delayed planned thing right because, but you know we've had this montage where time has passed there could have been a time where oh Gen yeah god damn could it. have gotten a hold of it like this i forgot we're about only the showing thing. like specific scenes yeah um, that's right and, that's right. and when she brings it up she he's like oh hey yeah you figured out how i the trick i did it i made sure that i was one of the people i talked to yo drug it out so that we were the ones caught in it to avoid suspicion when he's just like how this happened he's like what's well, not before we it's like blame yo you're blameless which is true before we start to blame here's the exact order of a sequence and he takes control of the scenario and frames the events and then he like keeps track is like okay they took out the battery they're gonna do this and then when they're like oh hey we're gonna do us we're sending a satellite he's like surely not and like chelsea's super excited 
and the others are like zoinked out but like Gen is just gritting his teeth and like this not quite smile like he's not blown away like he normally is he's like oh no we're we're still on track fuck but then i'm trying to think of like the motivations for this because it's like if we have to we have to assume that they all subscribe to the idea that why man could do another world ending attack at like any time and that's why they're all rushing to get to the moon to stop him Mm. so if gen just doesn't want to go to the moon and that's why they're orchestrating this kind of thing. Then that means that they're just literally willing themselves to be sitting ducks waiting for this Y-Man attack to come and literally end everything. Because either they're going to go to the moon and die, or they're going to not go to the moon, and then Y-Man's going to repetrify the entire planet. So it's like, it's like why? Unless he had a, a more information than he's, than he's letting anybody know. You know what I mean? And, and I'm pretty sure that they covered this anyway when they said that Ukiyo was the one that had the shit in the first place. Even though, like, Yo brought it from America, he was with Ukyo, and Ukyo had it on him, and Yo didn't, you know what I mean? So even if Gen and Yo were, like, trying to, like, mm-hmm. work something out behind the scenes, that would also mean that Ukyo would have to be involved, I'm pretty sure. And it's like, that's just too many trustworthy people on fuck shit behind Senku and them's back, you know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know <laughs> it's like really yeah, hard like, to think about this i mean it could have been like another medusa that got swapped out like i don't know like there's yeah. a lot of things that could have happened like gen's able to do sleight of hand and stuff sure um yeah. if anybody is just, going to be shysty in this way that you're implying it's gonna be gen and like yeah but at the same time the question is just still why why I mean, like... Which Rijiro he, can just like, give us any mean, time. I mean, he might just genuinely feels like, hey, man, Senku, your knowledge and ability has brought us back to a level of civilization. I don't want you to throw your way life away and end up on the moon sure. and die there. Like, you could do so much more for everyone and, like, bring back society, civilization, period. We could grow without dealing with Y-Man. Yeah, and uh, if, that, if they, like, if, but then like, that would mean that they just don't believe that Y Man could strike again at any time. Yeah, because otherwise, otherwise, like it's like okay, I don't want you to go to the moon and die because we're doing so good down here because of you. But then if we don't do anything, Y Man can still beam us. So it's like the same exact outcome. But like, it doesn't make sense that if that's what they think would, if that's how they think it would go, that they wouldn't just let people go try anyway because it's like. It, like no matter what even if you don't want senku to die on the moon you really don't want the rest of the world to get repetrified again you know what i mean so i, I don't track know. that i track that but like yeah. also i feel like um it's logical the way you're framing it but yeah. at the same time i feel like people make those kind of choices based on emotion sure where he's just like he genuinely believes emotionally that senku is throwing his life away sure and he's like this is how like you're so determined because you believe you're right. Nothing's going to stop you. Yeah. That we have to stop you from doing this to yourself. But Gen is a mentalist. Like, he's probably second best in the logic department next to Senku. Yeah. So, like, it just, it just doesn't make sense that Gen would have an emotional outburst like that in a way that would endanger the entire planet just because he doesn't want to see Senku get trapped on the moon. Like, that just doesn't fit with his character in my eyes you know what i mean so that's fair that's i don't fair. know but but like it, either way like the, the 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 idea is like 
sparking a really interesting conversation because I there mean, is the evidence there him, exactly the seed in my head exactly so, like, like they are showing yeah they are showing him in this way to create this kind of of discourse or conversation or discussion or mm -hmm. however you want to frame it like the visual storytelling and even the dialogue included in this chapter lends a lot to what you're saying all you know yeah. to a certain it's degree, nice so. because it allows the level of uncertainty yes in a arc that has a very straightforward tra trajectory yes and has been like montaging through like months and months at high velocity so like right. they're on a crash course collision course to like the end so i like that there is that level of uncertainty in there absolutely i agree with you 100 percent that is like my favorite thing about like shonen nowadays is like how you know mangaka inside of their story based on the history of you know storytelling inside of this um area of manga you know because lucky land slots asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. I feel like, like, I don't want to say a lot of manga nowadays are, like, losing, you know, the uncertainty factor. You know what I mean? And, like, which and uncertainty breeds tension and stakes and things like mm -hmm. that. You know what I mean? So, like, I love seeing that in contemporary shonen because, like, that's something that I felt like it was kind of, like, losing up until a certain point until these newer gens started coming out and starting to try to, like, break the mold and deconstruct in different ways. So, like, seeing it in a story like Dr. Stone where like for a lot of the series the stakes come from their ability to invent things and what resources they need and whether or not they can get them rather mm -hmm. than actual physical opposition like you have stone right. wars treasure island and you know stanley which are the three major arcs of the of the story basically but there's a lot of fluff in between that got the blood pumping like holy shit are they going to be able to do this mm -hmm. how like there was a lot of uncertainty inside of the lead up to those things too you know what i mean so I'm, I'm i love seeing that a story like dr stone that's relatively straightforward like you were saying in its trajectory can still you know um impose uncertainty and stakes and you know tension up to the things that you know are obvious about it right like we know um, that senku's going to beat stanley we know that senku's going to beat sukasa we knew that they were going to win treasure island but the little mini subversions along the way were were you know what how dr stone really shines in that department in my opinion but yeah back to the chapter um so i know we don't have one piece this week but do you mm -hmm. like the one piece reference on page 12 perseus d monkey i didn't even fucking notice that yeah. to be honest with you i didn't and even then, see that that's hilarious and i like that they turned the front of the ship into a wukong 
with mm-hmm. like the prow being the oh yo the wait. big staff and he's got the headband the, the porthole yes yeah, it's yes got everything oh my god I, oh, oh so it's hardcore wukong monkey d luffy oh, kind shit. of references i yeah. love it that's a great spot uh, that was probably obvious to like so many people but like i didn't notice it so i'm sitting here like holy shit but like yes dude so cool that you pointed that I out mean, there's a lot going on in this uh, yeah. this chapter but I mean, like, Perseus D. Monkey, like, why didn't I read that? I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, it's, it's, the, it's the subtle things. I yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah, for love sure. It. Um, so they got Selenium. Also, oh, yeah. keep going, keep going, keep going. I also really like that um, to make Yo feel better about his fucked up hair, they got him a hat. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> On where? page 15, 15, 14, the big spread, where he's standing in front of the Medusa, and he's just like, seems so heavy. Oh, he's got he hat. does. <laughs> he's just like, ah, ha, I used to be a police officer. I got my little nostalgic <laughs> hat. Yeah. That's and hilarious, I, bro. I noticed on, like, Ryose's hat, it's probably something that's been popped up a couple times, but when I looked at Yo's hat, and then I looked at Ryose's hat, I like that they've kind of added... um like the rocket and star being the cro like instead of the skull and crossbones, then they're they're like we're space pirates kind of. Oh like, yeah, I wait, like wait, the wait. theming. Where do you see like Ryusuke's hat? Um, Ryusuke's. Uh, if you look at his hat, uh, same page actually, fifteen, where he's sideways underneath where they talk about security camera he's like we've just invented the live broadcast look at his hat it's got a little crossed rockets and a star where the skull would be oh man yeah i see it now god it took me way too long to find that and then uh you know i just noticed it because of the crossed rockets on yo's hat and i was like it's like did they give a police hat with skull and crossbones no those are rockets and i'm like okay you know they're really getting into the whole because like uh That's they amazing. always had the rocket and star theme like with yeah. ukiyo's hat on page 10 they've had even the original science kingdom their flag maps. was just like yeah. a rocket and star yeah. yeah they've always incorporated that theme but i like that like now that they have a giant ship and they're all doing that they've been like subtly like i like that they're adding variation to the emblem yeah um, for depending on the individual that's wearing the article mm-hmm. of clothing that's fucking awesome yeah, I mean, they are in their uh, fabrication age, you know, they have the ability to customize their clothes a lot more now. So now I'm wondering, like, what it means for the design on Ukiyo's hat, because it makes sense that the, the, the cross rockets and the star would represent a skull and crossbones on the captain's hat of a fucking naval character. You know what I mean? But then Ukiyo yeah. has a has a has a difference in the design on his own hat. I wonder if that's pertaining to his character in some kind of way related to sonar or echolocation or something like that. Um, Maybe the explosions around the rocket are like things that he's picking up on with his sonar ability or something like that. I was thinking that they were stars and it's like the idea of triangulation. Oh yeah, my like, god, mellow. Because he I don't know, man, because like yes. you know, use sonar and stuff to like triangulation. There's three starbursts. Stop it. <laughs> That's so good. I don't know. Yeah, it's really So then what does it mean for yo? Wait. This looks kind of like a police badge. It just looks like a police badge thing. Like he already had star shapes for like, like on his chest and his little shoulder pads that were always kind of like police badge vibes. So like he already had the stars and now he has the rockets too because he's all in on the rocket tube now. Like, I don't know. God damn, that's Um, incredible. uh, Wow. But yeah, just crazy stuff. Um, I... 
I'm glad that they came up with the satellite idea really yeah. badly because that kind of like we were talking it's like hey man how are they gonna go rocket like they can't miss the first time yeah how i personally never thought it? about it until this chapter Same. i was Me like neither. wait a minute so yeah that's the thing the moon is big that's as so fuck smart. how do they know where to go on the moon when they launch their rocket and it's like i like dr yeah. stone always gets me in that way where it's like duh this is what so they gotta think of how, yeah the solution is so simple and i'm like am i stupid i feel yeah. like i'm stupid dr stone makes me feel stupid every single week <laughs> every right. single week but yeah it's uh, uh it's gonna be exciting to see you know what's up there on the moon in dr stone what's going on like what if it's uh an entire entire ai society that y man has built and they're just like mining these diamonds to infinitely produce these medusas and he's already got like a billion of them built and he's getting ready to drop that shit on them. i thought dude that would be insane you just have like the sea of i robot like robots you know like from you know like they're literally just like and then why man is like the the head ai like i'm going along with the theory that why uh, man is an AI. like mr right? house I'm like totally like 100% subscribed to that theory now, by the way. I don't know if I said that the last time that it was yes. brought up when we had OG on the show, but like Join us. that is like totally what I think is going on right now because it really is the only thing that makes sense unless it was like a generational thing, you know, where Y-Man like kept having kids, but it's like you're on the moon. So it's like, Your and honestly, like, limited. honestly, like I'm surprised that Senku hasn't like already said this at this point because it's like one the information that why man has been doing this for 3700 years to they're on the fucking moon and like um, like the world didn't know that there was like life sustainability on the moon before the fucking pet the first petrification beam hit so like if there was a way to keep people alive on the moon for 3700 years the world would have fucking known about that you know what i mean yeah. so yeah. i think it literally has to be a robot or ai of some kind which then links back to like what fucking country sent this there you know what i mean so like that's like really major but I also mean, like yeah i could understand why because like if it, i mean if you take like our current world like we're all like what do we do about the climate age and like the solution was just like freeze everybody let nature reclaim everything save the planet like it's it's not maybe it's an ai that's like 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 um oh shoot it's an old horror movie where there's an American robot that once it connects to the internet connects with a Russian robot and then yeah, believes oh that my humans God. are its own biggest weakness and decide, yes. hey, we need to wage war against humanity to yeah. preserve humanity. I totally know what you're talking about. I can't remember the name of it. I could easily do a Google search right now, but like this is totally my bag and I've seen this movie and like I love this movie and I can't remember, but yes, they were like, yo, we can't figure out... Like It's like a freedom versus security argument, right? Yeah. It's like how like is the world going to allow the concept of freedom to allow people to kill themselves because of it no because everybody wants to live why would the decisions of like people that don't really know how this is going on allow like themselves to destroy themselves just because they don't understand what they need to do to keep themselves safe so yeah. we impose security and then you have to ask the question how secure how far, will is, you too far? How far is too far for security before you start feeling like it's better off without it and we should just kill ourselves with our freedom so then they go humans can't make decisions for themselves anymore let's build a fucking robot with like no empathy that's all just cold logic and we'll find the right thing to do and make our decisions for us and just absolve government entirely and leave it up to an ai then that ai is like hey and links with the russian one yes and then they and then it creates this god damn it nope i have to search it i have to search it 
Something um, we also have to factor into this into this speculation though is the fact that Y Man has Senku's voice. I feel like it's an AI that absorbs so, information and then like used like the input it was given to to reconfigure it and talk back to him. Colossus the Forbin project. Yes. So, God fucking damn it. I don't even think they've ever had a conversation, Senku and Y Man. I think do the tra- have the transmissions gone both ways? Did they ever try and well, say the first, something? Yeah, the first time was actually Y-Man communicating with us, I think. Yeah. Not even that, just like the transmission that he would send down. He would say the, the distance, the, the circumference of the Earth, and one second. Um, I mean, remember that... it was this the repeated transmission one second, like 12,760,000 fucking well, kilometers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I mean, at that point, had they run into a Medusa? Yeah, this is because, after, like, this is after the okay, Treasure Island. So arc. it's after they ran into Medusa. Yeah. Medusas are voice activated. Why man is connected to the Medusas? It absorbs the voices. Oh, shit. So it would have had access to someone's voice. Yeah. To Senku's voice. And so I just feel like it's just like, it's like an AI, like a deep fake kind of thing where it absorbs sure. information and then pumps it out based on what you gave it. Like um, like a GPS. Yeah. Right? Like it uses that lady's voice because she volunteered her voice, that kind of thing. Sure. Um, I don't know if we, I don't know if we had done too much Medusa stuff. Like or the first time they heard how, my how man's much we voice. had seen yeah senku do medusa shit specifically yeah up to that point where they heard Y man's voice yeah and i'm rereading dr stone now and i'm just like not like at the i'm not past the point where like Y man yeah. has like come yet you know what i mean so i probably would have a better answer if i was a little bit farther in my reread but no i think we can um, always talk, loop back another episode right i mean like the first the, the first time that they heard from Y man it was his voice coming in and they didn't say anything about how it sounded like senku and then treasure and this was after treasure island and they got medusas and they were using medusas or whatever and then i can't remember exactly whatever but then after the fact they were like holy shit this sounds like senku or whatever oh yeah maybe it just used the last voice it was like using it regularly so like the original voice was like the person that pulled the trigger the voice of the person that originally pulled the trigger and then after a while it's just like oh new input user cool what if it's an ai that was sent up like as an experiment by nasa or whatever japan's like aeronautical um space company is yeah that Byakuya had a hand in and that's the reason why it has Senku's voice because maybe they were like arbitrarily trying to decide like what voice to give it or oh, if sure. they should give it a voice and, and because like, oh, I got this like recording at work all the time yeah 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 but Aww, I think, that's so cute that would be a that would just be a a, a fucked up way to bring top. things full circle like yeah cherry on the top where they find out why man was an AI sent up to the moon, you know, by a crew and Biakuya, you know? Yeah. Oh man. What if it's just like the, it's by like, uh, um, it's by the people that funded Biakuya's research 
And so oh, they have boy. all the tools. Like it's like you know, like the idea of like the new world order, the Illuminati kind of right. thing. Like, right. like we're gonna try to save the world. And so they invest in all these like aeronautic space tech stuff. And they're like, okay, yeah, we're gonna send out these people. And uh, while this is going on behind their backs, we're gonna use their technology, their developments, and we're gonna send that stuff up too. Like, let's go. Because like the amount of production and like just straight up making the Medusas would require an astronomical amount of wealth and people and manpower and machine power and like resources to do so. Yeah. I've always believed it's the Illuminati as the reason that like that or some other parallel that would be the reason why the Stone yeah. Age happened. And I feel like it was for the preservation of the earth. Oh wow. While we're on the subject of like conspiracy theory stuff, like what if the first footage that we get from this satellite is just skeletons on the moon? Well, <laughs> you almost fucking spit your shit out. Because, <laughs> like, that's totally... Just, just skeletons going... Yeah, that's, like, totally a conspiracy concept is, like, there's skeletons on the moon or whatever, you know what I mean, for whatever reason that may be. So, like, they could oh, be, man. they could be like, pulling from that. Because, like, I was literally in my reread, I saw, like, during the Treasure Island arc when they were, like, talking about um, making the drone and how it was going to have, like, two levers on the left for, like, like height and or drag and lift and then two levers on the left for like you know uh pull and whatever the other one is for flight or whatever and it and then they even made a reference to quop qwop which is like the running simulator like the track and field running simulator where mm. you control your oh like boston dynamics well like uh it's literally just qwop and then qw controls your thighs and then op controls your your calves and then you have to like hit the buttons in a perfect combination to make your runner continue through the track and it's like this really hard fucking game um hmm. or whatever it was like a it was like a big flash game back in the day you know what i mean and i just read i just reread about that in the treasure island arc when they were making the the uh hmm. the drone yeah i don't even remember why i brought that up but yeah <laughs> oh man uh <laughs> Do you, where do you think on the moon? Oh yeah, that's right. I remember why I brought it up because they do be pulling references like that from modern time. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Where do you think like in, on the moon it actually is? Do you think it's going to be in the classic like dark side of the moon kind of thing or it's going to be like facing the planet? <laughs> I think it's going to be facing the planet and <laughs> if they're going to hide a bunch of like details on it, I think that if we used... Um, the color splash of this chapter where they have like the little Senku rocket circling the moon. That might be the location of where the Y man base is, but yeah. that's just like, okay, am I reading too much into it? Like, <laughs> am I, I've gone full conspiracy mode. What, what if Ken's actually against them all? You know, I was like, I was going to make a joke about the blue area of the moon, which is like a Marvel concept inside of the comics. And it's like a, the air, uh, like a, a small area of the moon where there's oxygen and that's like where the inhumans hang out but like i just <laughs> remembered that like you guys don't be reading comics like that but yeah blue area of the moon is my guess jokingly <laughs> but yeah i don't know i think it would make more sense for it to be i don't know on the dark side of the moon just because like i know that they said that their telescope can't really see shit like that like their strongest telescope you know can't really see the shit other like countries that. Like, would have noticed exactly yeah hmm i don't know no idea but like this is like the most head scratchy that dr stone has been for me but i'm like always scratching my head when it comes I'm to i'm absolutely stone, confused i'm like, I'm like how does but... like like gens trying to get to the bottom of the truth or covering it up i can't tell anymore mm. i don't know like completely forgot about that part of the conversation yeah. <laughs> okay 
<laughs> God like, damn, just so many things going on right now. And it's there like, are so many things. Like, no wonder we missed, like, Perseus D. Monkey earlier. And, like, <laughs> Who's uh, we? It was like, just me. <laughs> yeah, you know, just, Thank you, though. Like, Thank I, you, though. I gave you an out. <laughs> yeah, just you did. did. <laughs> That's super funny. Uh, but, like, art-wise, I really liked um, the, like, the, the glittering civilization below at the edge of 19... Did you say that again? You kind of like cut out uh, for like a sec. Page nineteen. Yeah. I really liked the like glittering like s- civilization, the lights of humanity, the electric yeah. lights like yep. sparkling down below under like reveal why man's location. I'm like ah, I like that. It's always you said just on nineteen. Yeah, oh, page yeah, nineteen, yeah, yeah, yeah. bottom mm-hmm. end. It's just like a little for me. It's very picturesque, especially because of what it symbolizes within the series. Sure. Absolutely. I didn't even notice the sparkling. I had to like yeah. zoom in to see it like blend. So it blends in so well with like the screen tones at that distance. Oh yeah. Like... Uh, and it's like, also you can see it like on the lights of like eight and nine, like page nine, they're like talking about, you can see the lights on the, on the boat and the ship. I yeah. was like, yeah. yeah, I was just like, ah, oh, yeah, that, that's cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, especially cause guys... it would be pitch ass fucking dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think that um, on page fourteen, fifteen, the big splash where they like have the security feed of like the containment for uh, the Medusa, doesn't it just kind of give you like huge Akira vibes? Yes. Oh my god! It's like right before you said Akira, Akira popped into my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, mm, yeah, yeah, hell yeah! I love the art in this chapter, bro. I love this uh, panel of like Senku on the bottom of seventeen. It's gonna tell us why man's location on the moon. Like, that's just such, like, a good, such a good panel to me. It was, like, so, like, aesthetic when I turned to it. I was like, fuck yeah, look at my guy. Lucky Land Slots, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Very, uh, he looks like like a ninja, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the the cloak, the fate, like blurred moon in the bag. I was like, oh yeah, is this is this Oka Basilisk? Oh shit, dude, Basilisk! I need to rewatch that soon. God, I love that series. Yeah, they they got all kinds of shit going on now. They also get like the televised baseball games, assassination, massacre. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who's Lee? I don't know. Where? Because they have Zeno team and Lee team on the basket baseball players, the baseball players thing. What page? And I'm just like uh, page, page 16. sixteen. Uh top oh, left yeah. panel, Lee team and Zeno team, and I don't know who Lee is. And I'm just like, huh. Connie Lee. Like just... Connie was an American astronaut aboard the International Space Station ISS. Huh. That's, the, oh. that, that's just what I saw, like, when I, uh... 
So when what I if Zeno just named the teams after like the people that were part of his like science yeah, squad? And he's yeah, just like, yeah, this is sense. the team. Yeah, and Connie then, like... was the one with the pigtails and the uh, the brown hair. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And the hips. Hold on. All right, sorry. <laughs> let's. All right, let's get that. Everybody has hips in Doctor Stone. <laughs> but yeah, Dragon TV. That was sick. I love yeah. that. Fifty eighth Docs Studio A. Um, I think that's a hot reference to Hollywood. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think it's always funny how we get these like modern, super modern looking, like highly technological renditions of the technology we're about to make. And then yeah. it's going to be like a super. Yeah, like macaroni like, art version. Yeah, right. <laughs> Stone version. Mostly wood. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, I don't know. They've been transitioning to like mostly matte metal, metal stuff based on 15 and 14. Right. I, I think it's really funny when they're like stone world tv station everyone's like freaking out watching the tv watching the game and the game is literally outside their window because the ball comes through the window of the building yeah like, i just noticed like, that and they're like why didn't you go to watch the game live right <laughs> it's like too busy in a castle it's like nah we we got tv now we got to see this on tv fuck right <laughs> Like exactly. this is brand new, this brand new tech. Yeah, it is just funny. That's that's a great spot. new TVs just that. dropped. <laughs> yeah, I gotta start. I gotta start looking at the fucking art a lot closer in Doctor Stone because it's so they fit so much inside of the space that they're allotted. You know what I mean? There's a lot of right. visual storytelling there. Not in the same vein as like Undead Unluck, where it's like you know, or Chainsaw Man, where it's alluding to actual massive narrative points all the time. But there's just mm -hmm. little quirky shit that they fit in the visual areas without, you know, too much exposition pointing to it that you kind of have to look for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I love I love the little side stories, the jokes and stuff. Yeah, for sure. And I and we talked about it before. It's like when you have this big of a cast and everyone is like so relevant at any point in time, it's really cool to see them all kind of like interacting together and getting their little small little moments that stick in mm -hmm. your head and they always say just the right amount of things and always the right thing for their character it's really impressive it adds a lot of character without even having to like touch on them a lot right either. or give so, them like, like hella screen time like you could literally mm -hmm. fit like seven character interactions and not even in a double spread in a fucking single page you know what i mean like just little panel here little panel there and then taiju says some taiju ass shit kaseki says some kaseki ass shit and then all the way down the line and that's like all you need at this point because we just get these characters so much because they've all gotten their appropriate screen time to like full effect earlier in the series so you can really just squeeze it all into you know a page and it's like yep that's kaseki yep that's you know that's chelsea yep that's francois and then keep it pushing yep. yeah mm -hmm. yeah man great chapter can't wait for the next one i feel like until a lot of these major answers are or major questions are answered like every chapter is gonna be like all right next one next one next one you know what i mean it's like i i was like i keep scratching the itch is intensified right 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 that's all i had for dr stone this week though honestly yeah well with that i think we can go ahead and jump right into chapter 82 of mashuru mosh burn dead and infancy and uh, oh, yeah. this portion we get at the beginning of the chapter is really Fire. tight with the Super dragon tight. cane and the undead cane. Yes. I really like the dragon cane's magic. I wish we could see more of it. I yeah. want to see this mm. dragon doing more. You know, we're going to see All some a little shit. bit more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The way dragon come down, he like chomped that buddy. 
Yeah. He went behind him. He said, Mwah! slapped him with the tail. Then he hemmed said, him up, said, ha. Ah. That was the hand that hemmed him up, the undead hand. Nah, because if you go on page three, he smacks him with the, like, he 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 teleports behind him, and then the dragon's like, oh, word? Beans him with the tail, and then the next panel is the tail grabbing him for the hand to come and crush him. Oh, yeah. nice, nice. Mm-hmm. The alley-oop. Yeah, this is tight. Um, like, I love the beginning. Smacks of him and then shot. Yeah, and then and then wraps him up, right? But this is cool because it shows the capabilities of some characters that have been built up for a while that we haven't really seen in real action yet. You know what I mean? So, but then it also sets the precedent for Domina. You know what I mean? And and inside of their capabilities in comparison to that, you know what I mean? So it's good for representation of the characters we've been waiting to see something from. But then also does a lot for the stakes of Domina as an antagonistic force. So it was just an incredible exchange all around in this beginning part for me and it's just like the choreography for it was just so cool how fast everything was moving and like the internal monologues of the immortal cane deducing exactly what was going on getting acknowledged by domina for deducing exactly how their their magic kind of works it, it did a lot yeah. in a really short amount of time and like when it's whenever things are shown at really high speeds like this from highly capable characters that's always like really hype in a series you get that a lot in hunter hunter you get that a lot in jujutsu kaisen you get that a lot in a lot of series you know what i mean but whenever it's represented like this it's always like yeah i love chapters like these like real quick exchanges of power you know what i mean to like really show the the margin of error and also just yeah. the level that these characters are at you know what i mean I also feel like it's just more realistic because, like, fights in general go fast. fast. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. like I've like 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 getting in a fist fight. I've never seen a fight that lasted more than like a minute. Yeah, maybe max, two. Super like, max. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like only if they're all both drunk and they're like being terrible at it, or uh, just professionals know. that fight for fucking oh, twelve yeah. rounds with breaks in the middle. You know what I mean? Exactly. So like, but like like street fights go like pretty quick usually especially mm-hmm. like especially for the people involved because like you get that fight feeling you know what i mean the adrenaline mm-hmm. or the endorphins or whatever you kind of like black out and everything seems to kind of like move really quick focus Un- on that yeah. unless it's hunter hunter and you're so good at fighting that time compresses and slows down <laughs> while you're in the mix of action which is also cool I- i've never yeah. experienced that i'm also not like a top tier martial artist so who knows and it's also not hunter hunter in real life but anyway what fights aren't like that in real life? <laughs> yeah. Shit. This was just really cool, man. Like, yeah. And I, I love like seeing the, the little team. backstory of you know Mash and Domina together. Baby Mash um, is so fucking cute and funny. Oh my god. Oh yeah. And you know it gives a little bit of depth to the hatred that Domina has for Mash. You know where at first I was kind of like you know, does he really hate him this much just because like Daddy said so? But. Because right. normally you'd think with a brother dynamic, you he would have some apprehension and maybe be thinking like, okay, this dude's my brother. Could he really be that bad, you know? Right. Like, but um, no, he's hated him since, you know, birth for whatever reason. Like, guess he thought MASH was annoying, you know? He's, um, just, a, he's just a lack magic. And like, they, this is just another flex of the theme. You know, it's in, weird. How in, could he tell that as a baby? You know, it's just right. So How, weird. but at well, the same I time, mean... it's like Mash is literally a fucking like level ninety nine carpenter at five months old. Yeah. So yeah. So like that kind of that kind of line of thinking kind of goes out the window when it comes to to Mashal because you literally just like never know when Komoto is going to say a character did this thing or can do this thing. You just it just 
leans into the mm-hmm. comedy aspect of it or the gag aspect of it. But like, I think it's cool how it's like playing into the theme of like, if you are blessed with hella magic, there's just that much more of an opportunity for you to feel entitled on a high horse and look down at everybody because you're that cold. You know what I mean? And it shows that mm-hmm. that line of thinking can be instilled in a person as early as infancy. You know what I mean? I like mean, yeah. Like, yeah. this is Domina's childhood trauma, effectively. Because, like, he's alone constantly. Like, no adults can really reach him except for maybe the midwife. Um, and, like, he destroys everything. He doesn't have any face markings either. And he develops face markings based off the drift patterns MASH left on page 17. No, take a look. Page 17 is where you see Domina's... 16. Yeah, page 16, where you see the little, like, spiraling marks on the ground where he did the drift to dodge the attacks. And the panel right below that is the first time we see his lines. Those are his lines. And then next page, it says, Domina's desires became warped and would only be satisfied on the day he rid himself of Mash Bernadette. So that was a developmental moment for him. He's like, you're the first thing I could not destroy. Because you Tokyo drifted all of my fucking magic tendrils. And so my line design mimicked your drifting. Yo, wait a minute. No. Childhood trauma. Childhood drama. Dude, if that's a thing, oh my god. I you like heard it here first, folks. Yeah, for real. But like, that's so <laughs> like, wow. That's nutty. If that's uh, a thing, I, that's so crazy. I mean, look at his face. Yeah, no, it face. definitely makes that. sense. It definitely makes sense. But like, wow, though, if like that is like a way that you're lying. Because he just, as a baby, has raw power, and then sure. after this moment, he sees the thing, and he's like, "How dare you still stand." The way that I kind of like took his line design after reading this chapter is that like earlier in the exchange, the immortal cane is like, okay, this dude is slipping through all of our techniques and not being scathed in any way, even to his clothes. So he has to be shrouding himself in a cushion of raw magic power, but then also he has to focus on attack and defense individually. You know what I mean? So the way that I kind of took it was like the harmony of like yin and yang almost like attack and defense I don't think you're like wrong. kind of working together is just how I took it I, in the, I, in the I think you're but, also accurate but isn't that also what MASH did yeah MASH also like untouched unscathed completely bypassed his magic and so I think that like oh that moment God. where he saw that is just so imprinted on him he's like you like I, it's like I want my parents' full attention. You're the only thing stopping me, and you're the only thing that's been able to stand in my way besides our father. So then, here's my question: Then, if he's this obsessed with destroying Mash for like since infancy, like why have none of these assassination attempts been on Mash? He's literally gone um, like from location to location, just killing people and doing all of these things in all of these different areas. Why would he never once throughout the entire series try to target Mash in this way until, you know, the fated moment where they meet each other in the Divine Visionary like tournament? You know what I mean? Like, why has this not been, you know, a touched upon aspect 
of his motivations before now and like if he is going to go out of his way to try to like underhandedly assassinate people in the background why would he never make a a, a pass move at mash yeah move against mash oh, that's fair that's fair yeah um, it's just like a weird weird information to get for me right him now not to yeah it could be something um, like that like yeah. a like a mash has been in hiding almost his entire life like mm -hmm. like he shortly left at like five and a week old five months and a week old right like disappeared yeah grew up he lost track of them his dad's like and like why is he attacking these people and it looks to me like he's draining magic. So maybe he's been tasked with, like, his father's like, hey, go drain magic from people. And so he's just doing what his dad wants. Yeah. But not, like, focusing on, like, what he wants, so to speak. It's just crazy that they would add, um, a, you know, that point in the in the narration that, like, his entire goal and motivation is to get the the validation that he wants from his father by taking out mash the only one who's actually been able to weave his his you know his attacks like entirely with no difficulty you know what i mean like they they're they're making a big deal to say like this dude really wants mash gone and mash yeah. has been making a name for himself since he joined the academy you know what i mean so like i doubt that domina has not heard of mash long before the divine visionary tournament you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And, and I know that, like, they're kind of making a point to do the One Punch Man thing where, like, MASH's achievements are, like, kind of, like, glossed over, you know, f to, to support the people around him or whatever to some degree. But, like, still, yeah. though, like, this dude has got to be, you know, in the thin places, hearing things, getting information he knows about. He has to know about MASH, right? Like, if he's able to get in and out of these situations the way that he is, and obviously it's just because you can just chalk it up to his overwhelming magic power just destroying anyone who is potentially a witness to whatever he's doing but like still if you have that kind of freedom to go wherever you want and do whatever you want despite who walks up on you and sees what you're doing then he would have had plenty of opportunity to like learn about mash before this tournament True. concept you know what i mean so yeah i don't know but yeah, call we could totally hole, call it a plot device. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm ready to go. Um, you know, so to, to I don't I don't know. Hole. Yeah, I don't know if I'm ready to go so far as to call it a plot hole. But because it could it could come back to Innocent Zero's orders. You know what I mean? Like Innocent Zero does want Mash's body. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so if if Domina is like hating on Mash that much, you could totally see Innocent Zero being like, "Yo, you could do whatever the fuck you want in this world because you're that strong." But like, don't kill Mash. Burn dead. Like, I want that body, you know what I mean? Or something like yeah. that, you know? So, yeah. But then that means if they're going to clash right now, Innocent Zero's probably coming back to make sure that Domina doesn't kill Mash accidentally or something? I don't know. I mean... That or he's like, Innocent... it's time now. Go ahead and kill him. So oh, like, sure. Harvest the body. Yeah, sure, go sure. harvest the body now. Yeah. Because uh, I think it'd be really interesting as if he's like, oh, yeah, no. Like, you think that you're safe because of our father? No, no, no. He says he's ready. And so I'm going to take your head and give father your body, like that kind of thing. Like, yeah. you know, uh, that's the kind of vibe I get from that where that's going on. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just feel like his power is so overwhelming that he can either only destroy or he can only defend that kind of thing. And he's focused right. on that. Right. Um, so I like that yin yang metaphor. It seems very fitting with his style. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think he's like draining someone's <clears throat> magic in the first page. He for sure is. Up. 
Like he for oh, sure yeah. is like sucking some kind of life force, feeding off force their life force or, or magic power or whatever. Yeah, something like that. It's probably to f speed up the regeneration of Innocent Zero. Oh boy, could be something like that. If it's linked to him like that, that'd be pretty major too. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Just waiting for Komoto to just give us the answers to things. The it's Tokyo really Drift was too much, though. The Tokyo I, Drift I was cackled. a lot. I cackled when I saw that. <laughs> yeah, I was Zig like, zagging oh baby my. crawls. He's using top-tier driving techniques at just five months old. I was like, oh my god, Komoto, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but you're yeah. doing a lot here right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, uh, five-month-old carpenter drifting techniques in the crawl movements. I mean, it all makes sense for MASH, but, like, holy shit. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. man. When... Hype has double spread on the last pages, last two pages. Yeah. Everybody yeah. coming together. Yes. That, it really showed off. You know the guy with whose tongue's always sticking out? I did not expect him to be that broad. Mm. Or big. The like, immortal cane, right? Or, wait, no, 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 I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry. No, 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 no the no. guy with his tongue that's sticking out, like, I think his name was, like, Gabu or something like that. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Let me zoom in or something here. like that. Yeah, I remember. He was yep. in like two chapters ago. He's like, as oh, wide as two different people. Yeah, the one who's standing next to like the Doro Hidoro reference. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> That's basically what like, I just oh, call that guy. When he, right when he now. the one that clashed with um, uh... Lucky Land slots, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The sound guy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, Margaret Macaron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He clashed. Yeah, he's big as hell. I did not. He's big as hell. I did not expect that. I was like, "What? No way!" He's a beefy boy. Yeah, he's a beefy boy. Um, I like that they're kind of like now that they're not like you know shown in that sort of like Power Rangers. Everyone's somehow the same height. Movie poster kind of like display. It's like okay, this is what they look like normally. And then, also, the clown just kind of killed me. I was like, who the f*** is the clown? Dude, I'm like, literally, like, looking at the panel right now, like, who is this Jester's Cap-ass nigga? Um, like, I'm, like, next I to Goat? Yeah, like, like, what is this, like, what, like, like is that a doll of, of I mean, Abdel's? That's one of, that's one of Abel's things. Yeah, yeah. that's one I of Abel's dolls. Yeah, 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 Abel, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Abel. I said Abdel. I think it's one of Abel's dolls. Yeah. Who is this like, no, I don't want to purchase Seriously. Yeah, I'm like, dude, like, where did you come from, bro? Is this an assassin? I don't know. Like, I was like, no, no, it's got to be Abel. Like, they're not reacting to it. And, like, Abel would totally be the one of the guys, like, hey, we want to do this entrance. We're going to do the horse. And Abel's just like, no, that's stupid. But you're going to keep asking, so I'll make you a doll. So you get what you want. You stop asking me. Right. Goddamn. man. Goofy. Super straightforward chapter, though. I don't know. 
it's it's just like more i mean obviously we got some background on domino and we got a great you know show of power from the immortal and dragon canes and that was really cool but that was also just action straightforward in the beginning there wasn't yeah. really too much to go they, they basically explained everything that there was to talk about about that mm -hmm. scene in the scene itself and that's really kind of the way that mash has been going for a while earlier in mash reviews we had so much theory crafting going on just because we just didn't have that much information about the world and now the more the world is kind of like fleshed out and the more we understand about things it's like there's just less and less of those conversations happening because everything is so blatant and like straightforward in mm -hmm. national there isn't a whole bunch of um at least that i've noticed any kind of like you know nuanced visual storytelling or you know sim um you know esoteric dialogue that like you know really kind of like makes you scratch you know your head and, and wonder about you know what i mean they just give you the information you need but there is still a lot of mystery you know what i mean like we talked about things about like innocent zero and domina's motivations and like why they could be behaving the way that they were but other than that i don't know like i don't really have too much else to bring to the conversation i, like I grief guess this manor. week grief it's manor nice looks ominous cool. yeah for it sure. looks really cool um at the top i thought for a second that those like tips of the the gate were shark teeth because mm. of uh of big old chompy guy yeah sure um and I was like, maybe that's a thing. It's like, no, no, no. I think that was just there to break up like the solid blacks. Sure. That makes sense. For art. But you never know, though, because they do have a very particular shape that does remind me of like arrowheads or shark teeth. Mm -hmm. or... I was like, did they prep that in advance? Just like, psych, you know, we're never yeah. going to fight fair. That's our thing. <laughs> like, yeah. Here's a know. question. Like, you see these statues outside of the manor, and it's like, what does that represent? Archangels and, like, archdevils? Uh, yeah, definitely. Because um, um, they believe... Don't they have, like, a belief that, like, magic is a god-given ability? Right, right. But, like, we've been going um, into, like, you know, Greco-Roman mythology. Roman. You know what I mean? For, like, a lot of the... The... Uh, the mm. The, the mythological like aspect or like the the, theo the theology aspect of of um they did introduce a church recently they like, did and they and we do get crosses back. and shit so there is like a judeo-christian like undertone the, despite the fact that they're talking about greek gods and shit there is a judeo schools yeah yeah there is a christian element to it so that's like so i feel like I it's, that it's probably affiliated with that particular school or sector mm -hmm. kind of thing um they're like oh hey you know you're gonna have this like uh day of the final exam you're from Volcus and you're from like Wahlberg. you know we're we're the third party we didn't make it so we are going to be hosting the current location sure. as a way to kind of have a neutral party the immortal canes like line design is a literal cross word really let me see yeah, yeah. Like it's an actual cross. Like, ah! Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. So you got shit like that. But um, yeah, um, that's what I was just thinking. Like since you brought up the panel of the manor, I like zoomed in on it, and I was like, okay, well, this is clearly an angel versus the devil, right? Like you got the horns, the goblin nose, the ears, wings, and then the lance, and then obviously you have this, you know, archangel bearded, looking bearded guy. archangel dude with like you know the fucking carrying a classical sword of and judgment. the toga and the wings you know what i mean so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. fire oh, man yeah that's all i had for Mashal this week though yeah i think that's all i had as well yeah i'm pretty much spent on it okay, very yeah. straightforward chapter yeah, yeah. all right then well with that i think we can go ahead and get right into chapter 309 of black clover blink 
and uh, Star Magic. Star Magic. We got Star Magic. But uh, yeah, first couple pages, I guess, um, Zeno, like, what the hell's going on? You know, Zenon. And uh, then he gets blown through with some shit. Yep. And then we get this little brief explanation, which actually was kind of nice. I love page three. Why at least. Yeah, I like why at least, you know, was getting his, you know, specific attribute of magic based on why is, you know, what his parents had. Yes. And, you know, and then we also get Zeno, Zenon, like realizing like you're fucking spade royalty. Yes. Which, which, which adds to like his fire a little bit, which, you know. It is nice. It's really it's cool. Nice to... You got stellar feel... parents. You're going to have stellar magic. I really like the diagrams and the representation of like Lois and CL kind of representing, you know, the king and queen playing cards a little bit. You know what I mean? Like inside of a deck of cards or whatever. At least that's yeah. how I kind of took it. You know what I mean? So like, that's cool. The imagery is fire for that. And like Xenon going like, oh shit, if you got magic like this, then that means, you know, so like that realization was really cool and it was really hype and and like i like that the um, names were kind of interesting the meanings so like lois itself it uh translates to renowned renowned warrior and okay. seal uh or shield uh is french it translates to heavenly so nice. like it makes sense that they have heavenly bodies Up above celestial shit. bodies that kind of thing i mean yeah. they've used like star imagery for like like celestial body imagery for royalty for a long time um some of the names were kind of confusing because like i I never seen them before but then that's just new powers that happens um i do like that there's like oh yeah you know sun moon and stars let's go yeah Um, makes sense feels good in that way um, I just yeah. wish I don't know, man. Like as cool as this as cool as this chapter is, art is obviously there in in all the ways that it needs mm-hmm. to be. Like this is a beautiful chapter. The art is delicious throughout, especially on this double this double page spread on ten and eleven with the quartile hasta yeah. or hasta or whatever. Like all of this shit is cool. You know what I mean? But like whenever a situation arises like this in Black Clover, where it's just like new spells, here you go. Even if like they were alluded to in like one way or another i just wish that there was just a little bit more in the power system regarding spells in the book like i wish that there was a scene and and obviously remind me if i'm just forgetting that there is an actual scene like this but like i just want like a scene outside of combat where someone has their book open and they're just looking at their spells and they're going like okay so like these four spells over here take up the most mana these are like my ults my ultimate techniques i gotta like yeah. spare those these these spells over here don't take up as much mana i can use these about th- four or five times a day if i need to like literally just like someone just looking and reading looking at and just reading their book and just like you know verbalizing what it means like studying it and verbalizing like what it means like to them because yeah. like beside besides magna and zora like, I don't think I remember a time in Black Clover where anyone was actually sitting down with a spell and going, like, how am I going to do this? Like, how can I yeah. train myself? Like, show them trying the spell and failing or something. You know what I mean? Like, something Practicing other than spells. just... So, yeah, something other than just, like, the spell is in the book now. I can just conjure it and manifest it at, like, yeah. whatever potency that I need for the moment. It just feels so... It, this chapter feels so like spectacle over depth for me you know what mm, i mean and like i yeah. just don't like feeling that inside of a story with 310 chapters you know what i mean it feels like really hand wavy even if it was alluded to earlier in the series like this level of proficiency even if it was always in him 
you know what i mean he was always meant to have mm -hmm. this magic whatever the fuck you want to say like whatever but like i don't know it just feels a little bit too shallow for me personally yeah i mean i i totally get that because like it's like it's it's very much like the fallacy of a power manga like if sure. they if they if they showed studying if they showed people racking their minds trying to understand their own magics because like who actually knows themselves like like hey knowing oneself takes a lot of time and effort so like part of me feels like that should be reflected in the magic i totally agree with you um, i just feel like there should have been a scene like that already in the story like where someone is literally just looking at their book and going like okay i don't understand what the fuck these spells are over here even if they're in the grimoire and if you want to say the story is letting us know like if you have the spell in the grimoire you have access to it like cool whatever you know what i mean but like injecting a scene where someone is confused about something or maybe like contemplating the strategy of how to use spells in tandem with each other, Ooh. depending on what they're looking at in their book. Like, I don't fucking know, dude, but like give it a little bit more depth than just the spells yeah. in the book. I got it. Here you go. Let's Even use it. Like a, like a little panel of their, like them, like their eyes widening as like the sudden realization, like they have been gifted knowledge. Something. It is now in their head, that kind of thing. That would be really interesting. Cause like, yeah. that would be really, uh, it, it would add layers and like a lot of depth to the power system. Um, and I thought it was interesting that they chose star magic specifically for, you know, because Asta's name literally means star in Greek. What? So like, there's a parallel there, hard parallel. Yeah. Asta, it means, uh, star or star or star like, um, because, yeah. Um, because of like ad astra currentus to the stars and blood was a line uh in a book that i liked wait so that. greek greek baby name for asta star latin baby name for asta holy norse baby name for asta tree mm -hmm. and that's fucking like cool like a tree. <laughs> his name has massive massive significance in any like you know any area like, of the series well not any yeah. Like, yeah not multiple not just multiple cultures but like multiple areas of the narrative Mm -hmm. yeah. like and it ties that's in really like, cool there, there's a little subtle stuff to it and but like that's why i was like so kind of stoked to see you know get star power i was like oh yay yeah, they're, yeah. they're they're the little little buddies little buddies they're rivals yeah, now tabata getting a little more credit for that one now. hey and i'm looking mm -hmm. at like the 10 and 11 spread quartile hasta hasta i didn't really know how to say that um, but like that like when i first saw it i obviously was just like oh i see the word asta in there so like, yeah. what does that mean? But then I'm also um, thinking of like Final Fantasy, Haste, Hastera, Hastega, or whatever. I don't fucking know like what the progression of it is at this point. Uh, it's been a while. I don't even they're, think they're actually based off constellations. Yeah, I don't think even actually now that I think about Final Fantasy, does Haste have multiple levels like Fire, Fyra, and Fyraga? I don't. I don't think, think it so. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. one of the few that doesn't. I think it's um, just Haste, maybe. Because Slow doesn't have it either. No, I think slow goes into sloga. Oh, then maybe haste does. I don't know. Oh I'm not... man, slow. Um, but I don't remember a slow ra. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, that was just uh, like my first thought when I looked at it. Yeah. Is an Indian uh, constellation known as the Blessing Hand. It well, comes it with four stars. Yeah. Um, and it's called the Blessing Hand. It's called the Hasta Nakshatra. It consists of specifically five stars but 
there's four, and then there's like one that one like beam sticks that out. like kind of like so signifies the, the fifth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the beam. And that's I was like, okay, that's pretty meet. cool. Yeah, and all then, of them uh, meet, and then ah, uh, yeah, dude, mm-hmm. that's cool. That's cool. Um, <coughs> it's associated with like childbirth and establishing family, um, and the manifest an object of desire within their own hands. So like the line itself of these pages were engraved specifically so I could defeat you, kind of like resonate a little more for me. What does that first... mean though? Yeah, exactly. Like, I was just like, maybe that's the kind of vibe they were going for. That was for, the but one like, thing that really threw me about the chapter was, like, I had not to, only how I had many to. spells he was whipping out having just gotten a new grimoire, but the fact that he said that. I'm I want to say that he said Continue this. Continue with your point. No, no, no. I, I, I want to say that he said the pages were engraved specifically so I could defeat you. I want to say that that's just him talking shit to Zeno. Like, I'm going to yeah. beat you. I got a new grimoire. I have, like, new realization inside of myself and my power set boom i i engraved like these spells were engraved just so i could whoop your ass like i want to assume hey, you that were that's talking just... shit earlier to yeah, me you yeah. said i had to shoot through my allies to Something. kill you yeah you know, you know like i i don't want to believe that this is like literal dialogue pertaining to like our canon understanding of like how this situation yeah. is going because like if these pages were actually engraved specifically so that he could defeat xeno then like that is such an awkward line of dialogue to me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like I don't like that at all. Like that is so yeah. like yeah. like baby yeah. time shonen manga shit to me. You know what I mean? Like I don't fucking like that. But I'm giving I'm giving Tabata to the benefit of the doubt. And I think I think that you know is just gassed up, feeling himself, talking crazy to to Zeno. Riding high on Either way, murder and magic. This, this just feels yeah. like a new level of like character being overly proficient with something he just now got sure mm-hmm. you know like um he's just whipping out all these spells like he knows how you know i don't know yeah. oh no uh, you want to know what okay so you said the five thing and then we were like okay there's four points of stars and then one in the middle where it meets to shoot the fifth beam but like f- only four are like kind of like coming together in the star magic panel at the bottom right of that spread on 10 and 11 so I don't know maybe the maybe the beam just does still just represent the fifth yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, it's hard to say because like maybe you know is the fifth star i don't know um hold on okay like um i know that skittum was like it's like i thought for a second like star magic quartile skittum and i was like is that response to him so i looked it up it is uh it's a constellation it uses about seven stars and it literally translates to shield so like that oh, makes sense well, there you go straight up very very straightforward but i was like all right cool I, you know new magic gotta gotta look it up every now and again just sure. see what's going on especially since they borrow from like so many different languages all at once you wonder what the um, um correlation is with the conjunction constellation i f- don't know to be honest conjunction uh, isn't it like just when he like says a, star magic conjunction? So like I just so it's thought just it a was combination like, oh. of things before he shoots you, which is clearly what's shown. Oh wait, no, because he says he teleports using the stars. So I thought conjunction was just tying because conjunction is like moving in tandem. So like using two points in tandem would be the conjunction. I thought that was his teleport, to be honest. Uh, that that um, actually makes sense, because star conjunction, apparently, according to Google, says conjunctions involve either two objects in the solar system or one object in the solar system and a more distant object, such as a star. A conjunction is yeah. an apparent phenomenon caused by the observer's perspective. 
the two objects involved are not actually close to one another in space. So like, oh, like the Big Dipper. Yeah. So, yeah. So like, the, like just based on that, like that already gives like enough context into the movement ability that this conjunction yeah. obviously grants <clears throat> it. That's cool. That's Man. cool. That's that's tight. Um, I don't know. I just feel like um. I like that he's doubling down on like the crown for his magic and like compared to the horns there is like an alternate form of a crown which i i referenced like a couple episodes back it's yeah. like, hey, man his new demon form looks like he has a crown for sure so like this is this is for the fight of the kingdom both of them don't want to be wrong they're like i'll prove my choices that i've made weren't wrong and that's when he gets pissed off and he's just like hey you think that i didn't feel like i was wrong you know that kind of thing it's like yeah. they both feel vindicated in the sacrifices that they've made regardless to get to the point where they are um it really <coughs> just feels like a big old clash of personalities backed up by uh, a power genre a power flinging genre um power flinging is like a great way to describe <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 it reminds me of like late stage Naruto a little bit where it's just like, oh, okay, because like I fell in love with Naruto when it was like doing like the Zabuza Haku arc yes. where they're actually trying to like outsmart each other. Land and, of like, Waves utilized... was like the first, like that arc was when I was like, holy shit, this is something yes. so special. And then it became who could throw the biggest jutsu after a while, which kind of lost me. Um, Black Clover seems to kind of follow in that trajectory, but it's easier for them to slip that slippery slope of a power manga because they've, I feel like, almost actively avoided, like, nailing down their power system a little bit. Um, because, like, sure. we've been how many chapters now? And 309, we're just like, how exactly does this... Lucky Land Slots, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Slots, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Work. Right. And we just have to accept it at face value or inference yeah and even if like there is like subtle details that you can rack up you know throughout the series to like go towards whatever it is that we're complaining about right now i feel like power systems in shonen manga especially in like contemporary shonen do a really good job of rehashing details that are important and relevant in any kind of situation 
to make sure that you understand exactly why the phenomena are behaving the way that they are, not just because you need to understand it in the moment that they're being used, but also so that you can make inferences in future clashes and confrontations based on the mm -hmm. history of that energy system being used. You know what I mean? Like these, there's massive examples inside of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Hunter Hunter, like Jujutsu Kaisen, you know what I mean? Like, and, and even in the side of the softer power systems, you know, like you'll see a little bit more consistency and maybe not maybe consistency isn't the right word but like there's just a little bit more of the mangaka making sure that you get it whereas uh, in black clover like, um... it's like this might have been an established thing before but you have to go back to like chapter 102 to see the reference for it and even though it's relevant now in chapter like 299 you know what i mean so like there's a lot of like yeah. back back tracing that you have to at least that i feel like you have to do inside of black clover to make sense of like or at least to try to reach to make sense. That's a lot of, like, of leg why work things to are do. happening. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like it's in a lot other of leg work to do in other series, um, they really like do a lot more to make sure you understand like how this works and why. You know what I mean. So I feel like um like say a series like Law of Ueki, right? Yeah. Where the kid can turn trash into trees or something like that, and it's very simple, like a very straightforward power series. But they still like have an established like progression and they have a lot of like um i don't know like visual and verbal tags that our brains can latch onto to be yeah. like okay this is what's happening um uh this i feel like black clover veers off more into the um oh was it soso no Furin? Haven't done Style that one of yet. magic. I know that our um, homeboy Yato is like, and and even Axel Ablaze is like super into that series. It's a really good series. I love it. It's more I'm of a slice of life soon. thing. Okay. With like a, less a focus on the magic, but more of the sure. slice of life. Sure. But the way they approach magic is they just sort of say, hey, this is the kind of spell I'm doing. These are the words I'm doing. And they kind of keep it within that framing. So yeah. like it's a very fast and loose power system. And they admit that. Yeah. They're just like, hey, you know, Here's a magic of how to scratch your back that you just can't get, you know. Re that kind regardless of, of what, you know, area of storytelling that your story is particularly <clears> leaning <throat> into, like if Freerin is like a little bit more slice of life leaning, but has that supernatural element to it, it all comes down mm -hmm. to your execution. You know what I mean? Because like like if you look at a story like Witch Hat Atelier, you know what I mean? Like that's not yeah. an action heavy series, but the magic system is so profound and so like well established and explained they follow a lot of rules they follow that. a ton of rules and those rules are laid out to you like very drastically like in the beginning even though it's not like an action series like that it's like you the theme I mean? of the it's series very, really yeah magic like, like, has a lot of rules exactly and you have to follow them to a t or else your shit is going to come out weird you know what i mean and even though yeah. like they focus the magic application in in atelier in a very mundane way you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's a lot of mundanity <laughs> in 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 which had to tell you when it comes to you know magic application, very diametrically opposing to you know the formula that Black Clover seems to to follow, where it's like Adhering, you are in yeah. you are in a you know physical like fight kind of situation, and new concepts are introduced, and then they find ways to tie it back to like previous explanations in some kind of other way, but it just feels like there's just less depth in situations where it requires more whereas which had atelier is like the opposite situation where it's like 
this isn't a lifer like i mean it's pretty life or death a lot in which had atelier but like you know <laughs> but but like but like it's not as yeah. high octane it's not as yeah. you know like crazy but they still make sure that you understand the power system entirely in every single area of it at any point in time whether they're fighting someone or they're cooking dinner you know what i mean so it's like it's it, it's it's just shit like that and i know that i shouldn't be like constantly trying to compare black clover to other magic series but it's hard not to when you have things like Mog. when it's your core and premise when you have Moggy and, and like doro hidoro and like witch hat yeah. atelier that do magic so well you know what i mean and then like black clover I mean, is just like magic shoot first ask questions later kind of approach to it and mm. it's like i don't know i not do for agree me personally. that i would have loved to see a little bit of like fumbling not like oh hey i want them to lose i want them to fumble a little bit like learning how to use the magic if they had spent most of their time of this fight just like learning how to use conjunction and like quickly using conjunction to dodge things and then relying a little bit on wind magic to supplement and then like doing skatoom and then the next chapter doing the hosta quatriole to like figure out how star magic works i would have been sold Honestly, really if there was easily. any, if there was anything in this chapter of like, okay, I got a brand new grimoire, I don't really know how these spells work yet, like, let's just try to use some and see how effective they are, and mm -hmm. him taking damage as he's trying to figure out how this constellation shit, how this quartile shit, how this star magic shit in general works, because he literally just got it, like, that would yeah. add so much to the compelling nature I just that feel like Tabata is trying to you know um kind of like present in this clash you know what i mean i'm tired of it feeling like in black clover that it's just like i don't have what it takes to get through the situation now i do in antagonist is like holy shit i thought i had control of the situation now they got some new shit all right i got some new shit now let's hit you with this new shit and you're like oh i don't know how to deal with that oh here's my new shit and it my like it just feels like a, it just feels like yeah. a back and forth of like power-ups and new techniques that you're not ready for and then just reciprocation back and forth in that way you know what i mean and i just don't like the escalation when it's presented that way you know what i mean like it feels very um it linear. feels uh, linear sure you know what i mean but it just also just feels like so expected you know what i mean even if we didn't yeah. know that it was star magic even if we didn't know that that dante was going to gain his new powers the way that he did we still knew that you know was going to get new power and dante was going to get new power and yeah. even if we didn't know dante was going to get new power we certainly knew you know was and it's like i don't like, like being able to time. know that kind of thing that that can just come out of nowhere at any time maybe not nowhere because it's obviously tied back to like earlier storytelling but like still as far as the, the expectations for both characters involved yeah. in the clash it's just like new power up wasn't expecting that new power up wasn't expecting that and just back and forth until one of them gets hit with an attack that's just bigger than they can handle and then it's over you know what i mean yeah. like that is just it's it's like the me. the satellite thing in dr stun we sure. none of us expected that we're like oh hey that's actually like a nice like sidestepping of a problem where i just sure. like oh, okay that makes sense um yeah. it just feels like um like, I feel like the scaling is more of, like, a straightforward solution as opposed to a something nuanced like... fucking power system. Embarrassing, <laughs> <laughs> embarrassing. Sorry. Uh, no worries. Uh, but, like, I do like the art. 
Um, because I feel like, because like the whole Dante's whole thing is like, hey man, I my whole thing is I have regeneration. So I feel like it was just rushed. And if they had taken time to just like test the waters against the regeneration or like even notice like, hey, if I use like this particular magic, maybe his regeneration is slowing after a certain level of magical output or something like that, then right. maybe... It's like okay, maybe if I if I put I have to do it like this much charge before it like does some lasting damage, and then I can maybe do a bunch of flurry of them or something right. like that. Just because you um, have a new power set that you can tap into doesn't mean you have ultimate confidence in that new power set yeah, instantly. It's like, and that's kind of like what's being represented in this chapter. It's like oh, I have star magic. Bet seven spells in a row from the new book right away at mm -hmm. like perfect fucking confidence level, and it's like it's really? like uh, it's like. You know, uh, shit. Like, my buddy... My buddies play Magic Gathering. Their deck, and I, like, quick skim through it. I, I have it. I have it. I know more or less what's in it. But that doesn't mean I'm gonna be able to play that deck as if... I knew exactly how to do it to its maximum efficiency. But even if this is, you know, like just using like rudimentary understanding of his new power set, the fact that he's this <clears> effective <throat> against the threat that's been built up to this degree just means that he's even more broken with more training. I know the story has to go on, but that's just not how you introduce the win in a situation like this. You know what I mean? Like, if he is going to get better with star magic as time goes on, like, you're still giving him all of the capability that he needs to get through this situation at the drop of a hat. Like, Zeno is way too big of a threat for you to gain 11 new spells in the, in the span of, like, a couple fucking moments and then just, like, use all of them in tandem perfectly to get through this situation mm -hmm. in a way to where you're not even questioning, like, the new power. You're not even, like, wondering how it works. You just, like, have the spells, and now you just shoot them to, like, like the, the proper like efficiency level. Yeah, exactly. Like, where is the curiosity? Where is the uncertainty? The uncertainty only comes from just your opponent not knowing that you have new spells that you're about to use and vice versa. That's fucked mm -hmm. up. That's boring as shit to me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh -huh. like, it's, 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 yeah. It's, it's, I mean, that is one of our, like, I think collectively one of our biggest pet peeves yeah. is lack of pacing. Um, sure. But, like, the art's pretty solid, and it <laughs> yeah. feels like a short chapter, though. It yeah, does it's feel short, pages, and I feel like but, it, like, there is a lot of it, just raw it, action happening, so... Yeah. The and spell so it's throwing. Like, you know, yeah it's, yeah, it's it's like that. Uh, I would say it's kind of like that Fast and the Furious climax point of the arc, and they're just like, hey, you know, let's... Let's go. Yeah, for sure. Gotta go fast. <laughs> Gotta go faster, 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 Sonic X. I think that's the, think yeah. that's the Sonic X intro. Anyway, I'm yeah. good on Black Clover this week. Eagle, I'm sorry. I don't even know if you've like gotten in there at all, really. How do you feel, man? Like, what do you got? I, I was, I spoke words. Yeah, you did, you did, you did. I've just like gone on such a like long diatribe that I feel like no one else has gotten to speak. So, <laughs> but yeah, I, think I don't that know. About does it for Black Clover this week for sure, for sure. Yeah, pretty straightforward chapter, to be honest. Alrighty, well, with that, I think we can go ahead and get right into chapter 330 of Boku no Hiro Academia, Me and Myself, and Fire. <clears throat> New Order is fucking insane. 
It's yeah, terrifying. It's just like, basically uh, I like... I can't even believe that Horikoshi would introduce something so, like, <laughs> reality-breaking into his story. Yeah, for a power <laughs> series? Like, that's terrifying. It just, like, it makes me think, like, he's got to have some type of plan in place to balance things out. And, like, the only... I, I have trust in him that whatever he does will yeah. be good. But, like, the only way I can see is that, like, she dies without even getting her cork stolen. Oh, sure. Because oh, I, I can't see that. things being fair with this fucking quirk on either side of the This quirk is busted. It's honest. just like, quirk, colonization. <laughs> Dude, straight no, up. Like, Dude, honestly, nah, that's some, the vibe no, I get from nah, her. Hella people made that joke online, and I was just like, I definitely I have get to that make vibe, the joke though. on the show. But I, yeah, I that's definitely that vibe, like, though. oh, okay, this is what you thought it was? Well, as soon as I show up, it's something entirely different now, according to my will. And it's just like yeah, so yeah. funny that, that yeah, people were making it's, the it's colonizer joke for that. For American, for the American power. power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely um, broken. But like, this is cool, though, because like, usually, and this goes back to what I was saying, you know, um, in the Jujutsu Kaisen segment, whenever an antagonistic force gets buffs and gets like hand wavy power ups and like unknown things about them that make them stronger that are introduced at the last moment, you're like, yeah, that ups the stakes that adds to the compelling nature of the writing. But then like when you give a protagonist a busted ass power, you have to be careful because that could, you know, take people out of the tension. You know what I mean? And new order is so powerful and they represented it so well but it looks like shigaraki has answers for it so it's fine you know what i mean like she hits him with a 100 meter you know atmosphere erasure you know what i mean like that's crazy that fucked him up he wasn't ready for that you know he what i mean choked. but he has uh, so many quirks that star and stripe is not anticipating that if the if the tone shifts if there's a drastic pivot you know in you know in the um in favor of shigaraki you'll just chalk it up to him having a billion quirks that we just don't know about yet, and he'll use them in a combination of ways that gives him the W, and it's like, okay, well, if, a, if, if an antagonist gets powers up in that, you know, gets, um, you know, uh, gets progression in that way, it's not as big of a deal because our protagonists have to deal with that, give more obstacles to the protagonist, and everything usually feels fine, but on the reverse, it feels awkward. So you 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 hype up Star and Stripe in this way, and you're like, oh my god, this chick is cold-blooded, like, holy shit, how is Shigaraki gonna deal with this? And Shigaraki is, has had his own arc, My Villain Academia, so he, he's got that protagonistic, you know, um, aura, about him so where you kind of root for him half the time but you want to see star and stripe succeed so i think horikoshi is playing off of that vibe that he's established in his story to make this exchange very high tension very yeah. high uncertainty very high i don't know what's going to happen next and that's really all you need whether star and stripe wins or loses you just need to not know what's going to come next and he's, I think, executing that brilliantly inside of her power set and Shigaraki's answer to it. So, oh, it, I just thought of something. Yeah. What if she uses part of her new order ability to invoke, um, like her own name and say, "My quirk is unstealable." Oh boy. Like she's yeah, because like, she's always saying like I need one for myself to make sure that either I can't she, die or I can't have my quirk stolen, and she's got to know already that that's what they're after. Strength. She's yeah. got one for strength, and like she, if she figures no, no, no. out that they're trying to steal it, 
No, I don't think I don't has, think there is one for strength. I think uh, that she just made one sure of that the her two is always on myself. I can't quite conjure up super strength, but right, that's her target. Like she always has super strength. Hold on, what what page is this? I'm sorry, order. real quick. Um, so on page eleven, I can only right. set up new rules for up to two targets at once. Yes. One is all of the two is always myself. I think that's a mystery so still. I think that's purposely a mystery still as to what order she's giving herself and that she's saying my super strength is not on par with All Might's, but I'm training and working out just so that I can have, you know, capable super strength in any kind of situation, even if it's not on the level of All Might, because I need to save my new world order or my new order targeting on myself for a completely different thing. You know what I, I mean? Know. That's kind of like how I took it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's actually the source of her strength. Um, I just feel like maybe it's a translation thing where it's adding kind of that that nebulous sure. kind of quality to it. Uh, I definitely feel like she's using her quirk on herself to dope herself, basically, and have super strength. That makes sense, too. That's I was just throwing out how like I originally interpreted yeah. that because I want to say that the order that she has on herself is going to be a very hype moment at some point in the conflict when maybe mm -hmm. Shigaraki gets the upper hand and thinks he has her dead to rights and she's like, sorry, bro, my order on myself is, like Eagle was saying, I can't have my quirk stolen because I already got intel about what your fucking goal was before this confrontation yeah. or some other kind of mysterious application of this ability onto herself. So I thought that her super strength was just like, a Batman, latent a Batman kind of situation, strength. like like maybe even maybe not even a latent meta strength, but just like I've reached peak physical capability for a human being on my own mm -hmm. to supplement the fact that I don't have power on par with All Might, but like I need to make sure that I keep myself safe. With it's like my Endeavor's order. super strength, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's hard like, to I, say. I need to keep, I need to make sure to that I keep myself safe with my quirk while also controlling the battlefield against my enemy in a way that targets them. And then in the middle is me just going hard and training myself as up to the highest physical possibility or a okay. physical capability as possible. Is how I kind I of took thought that. it was because of like conjure yeah. seemed like kind of evocative, like I make something out of nothing kind right, of thing. Right, right, right. Like, um, whereas it like, I don't know, muster seems more like about physical exertion, whereas conjure seems to be more of like, this is a power. This is a sort yeah. of magic. Um, We've seen reality me, bending it... powers like this before in the series, though. Because if you remember, like, the kid from Shiketsu manga. Yep. Yeah, he literally uses onomatopoeia. Like, and and, and yeah. Nick, Nick, back when Nick was on the show regularly, was always talking about how he hated that quirk because it was too reality warping. And it just didn't fit the mm -hmm. concept of, like, evolutionary, like, quirk application that we've kind of seen in other characters it always kind of like fit in the realm of physics to a certain degree no matter what somebody's quirk was whether it was a psionic ability inside of monoma or shinsu or whether it was some kind of physical boosting ability whether it was like you know frog or you know killer whale or something like that it always fit in somewhere in the realm of of our nature and like you know real world stuff even if it was supernatural there was still a tether back to the real world and physical science in some way but like manga and star and stripe is literally like i say things and they happen so it's yeah. like a little bit different 
It's a little bit way. like uh, that devil, like the first major devil from Black Clover, where he could say sword and then swords would just appear. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, it, I can't really remember that arc. Off. I'm trying to forget um, it, honestly. But yeah. <laughs> he had the word magic, the word soul yeah. magic. So yeah, yeah he would yeah. say like swords, storm of swords, and it would just be like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh no, it there was um. And you know me, I like to read multiple different translations yes. just because because uh, yeah. I feel like I don't know Japanese. So for me, right. I'm like, I want to know, I, I try to absorb as many takes as I can yeah. to get like um, a little more nuance in it. Right, right. Um, like, uh, like when they're saying like, like I remember someone using the fonts differently in Shigaraki and so like when it was like both he and all for one were talking all for one would be like more bolded his bubbles would be bolded and there was a, a like a translator's note saying like Shigaraki when he talks about Tome he uses Boku but then when he was using uh when I am also me he used the more adult Ore Oh, sure. To indicate, like, two different selves. Yeah. And, like, also the title of the name and the way it's going, that's definitely, like, struggling. Like, who am I? Like, when I am a gestalt of memories and powers, what, yeah. who exactly am I? Yeah. In any moment. Like, what does my consciousness define itself as? Yeah. When I am just a storm of souls. <laughs> I saw a funny-ass tweet on Twitter when someone was like, referencing this panel of Tomura going like I'm Shigaraki Tomura but I'm also not only Shigaraki Tomura and that's why your fucking order doesn't work on me it was like someone quoted that with a panel of like Venom you know with Peter Parker like hemmed up as Spider-Man mm -hmm. and he's like my pronouns are they them not because I'm non-binary <laughs> but because I'm literally two niggas <laughs> <laughs> and I saw oh, that as, like, one. a Dragon Ball meme before, too, with, like, Zamasu or, like, whatever the fucking character was. I don't really do oh, Dragon Ball uh, Super. Piccolo or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it works with, like, Piccolo, Piccolo and Nail and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that shit is just funny as hell. But I just had to throw that out there because that made me laugh this week on Twitter. But. Oh, man. It's just very strange. Like, this is, the, like, a... It's a strange series chapter. I really like it. It's also like a strange introduction of like New World Order. Right. Um, it kind of is reflective on like Horikoshi and how he's like portraying different cultures. Because like in Japan, it's like, oh, we're very clean cut. We're very pro. But then he exposes like the dark side of it, what he views the dark side of his culture is. Yeah. Is that despite it's like rules and like aim to be like correct and like um, like don't kill there's still like a lot of corruption and a lot of um self-serving um virtue yeah so to speak that's rife within his society um and like the those who have power are fine those who have no power are completely left in the wayside mm -hmm. that kind of thing and then like his take on like how america works like new order new world order was not a yeah. chance thing this is like okay yeah um, like, America's a surveillance state. My power is called New World Order, and I have to know your name and get a hold of you to affect you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, like, uh, they were just like, all right, 
he's a villain. Let's kill him. Yeah. Not like this. Like 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 most of the time, there's like in my hero, they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna defeat the bad guy and subdue him and arrest him and send him to Tartarus. They're like, nope. Guns on sight. Let's shoot laser at him. Let's fuck him up. Let's kill him. Like yeah, I was like so like holy shit. If Tomura if Tomura Shigaraki moves at all, his heart will stop. And I'm like, okay, well, like what is the basis for movement? Because it's like breathing is movement so like does this motherfucker has to hold his breath like obviously it's not going to go to that degree otherwise shigaraki would just die moments Mm -hmm. later you know what i mean but like i was like when i turned that page i was like holy shit that is the strongest thing i've ever seen like that's like a hunter hunter level like condition you know what I mean? Like that's yeah, like it's that's very wild. much a nan ability. Yeah. It feels like a nan ability. Yeah. Um, it straight up feels like a nan ability, which is what throws me off a lot because I was like, because okay, quirks you know, are just not on that level normally. You it know what I mean? Tends not to be like even like she's usually just ability be, caveat, and then like that's it. She usually. seems to be like a young woman, but not like a child, right? Because they're talking about like how the the fourth generation kids have like insane powers. You know, when they're doing like the day, the daycare uh, second test re-examination yeah. arc, they're like, oh, yeah, these kids have insane powers. And I'm like, all right, cool. All right. I get it. I get it. But like Star and Stripe probably isn't like a fourth gen kid. She's probably like a second or third gen kid. And that power is bonkers. Yeah. Um, it's very gross. Like I can hold lasers. How did you hold it? It's made of light. How can you act like, t- how can you grab the air or the atmosphere? Right? Like, w- how do you define touching something? Like, yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, I do like the kind of play on the stripes in the the word bubbles. The dialogue bubbles. Using yeah. her power. Yeah, hell like, yeah. I love that. The That's laser great. is holdable. You get stripes on that too. It's like, I can impose mm-hmm. a new rule on this laser if I want to. <laughs> you know I like what I mean? Because like otherwise, sick. I'd just be confused. Yeah. Like, I would straight up be confused if they didn't have that. That's a nice way to have a visual tag to yeah. explain how your power is operating. And when it's activating, when she's, you know, activating it, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. I think it's, um, wait. She also has air quotes. But I don't think she, <laughs> yeah. I don't think she imposes a rule on the laser after she grabs it. So she definitely, like, says something with the stripes behind it. The rule it. is that it's holdable. Oh, good uh, shit. Yeah, good shit. I'm yelled, so dumb. And at, uh, at nine, eight, um, after he does the reflected scatter, you can, if you zoom in, you can say her say laser. She's calling oh, out the yeah. name of the object she's grabbing. So, like, I love that. Very small detail, easy to miss. Where is that? Um, On page eight. Page eight. She is riding atop the plane. She's struck by a beam of light, and she just yells laser instead of oof. On page nine or eight? Page eight. eight. In the bottom panel after he does the Oh, I see it. I see it. Yes. It's it's very small. She sells the laser and then she does the two parts of the power of Yes. Okay. There it is. There it is. Ah, man. Also, what do you guys think about like the level of technology they're bringing out? Like I kind of like it with superpowers. You and like how does one wage war in a world with superpowers i like that they have these like oh anti emp shields because he loads up radio waves plus air cannon plus heavy payload and then you get this drastic kamehameha wave panel on fucking page 4 and she's like 
Hold on, wait, no, it's gonna uh, they actually. they said all units switch to shock shield mode. Yeah, there we go, there we go. Um, but no, but maybe just, maybe radio. I saw I don't a translation radio, that said force field. Is radio waves not like an EMP? Because I remember she was like saying like, yo, he might have an EMP ability in this bitch. So like, um, switch to shock shield mode and disengage autopilot. And then after she says like he's probably gonna hit us with an EMP. He goes into radio waves plus air cannon plus heavy payload. So I just assume I, I think that, that one is of those how elements, he creates EMP. Yeah. Okay. 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 I yeah. think the combination of all three of those things is how he can make a physical wall of EMP. Yeah. But also uh, just raw power damage at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like it's an EMP. Like um, that also you know, affects passively, physical. but it's raw DPS inside of the cone. Yeah. Yeah dude oh, that's insane crazy. dude shigaraki it's is goofy. broken shigaraki afo i wonder if they're gonna have a new name for all for one. Oh man like, i can't wait he, for the name that does Horikoshi he get a chooses new identity does he gain a new identity where he's like like um oh god what if he names himself the name like his family name that his grandma had tenko what if he names himself like tenko, Isn't it tenko or... right hold on yeah. a second yeah tenko it's, it's, it's a lot to absorb like like i wonder what he he would value as this new gestalt self to name himself that or so, okay so I... tenko is his um his personal name and then shimura is the family name I'm sure that was obvious, but I just like looked it up and like yeah. I just thought I'd say it. But yeah, so Tenko would be the name that he you know abandoned for Shigaraki. Yeah. It's just a thought because yeah. or wait no, um, they show the house. Tomura right? Tenko uh, Tomura is the um... no Shimura is the family name because it's Nana Shimura. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. They yeah. they did like a like a so uh, Tenko a is being swapped name. for Shigaraki. Or wait, mm -hmm. what the fuck? Oh yeah, I can't remember it right now. But you're totally right, Mello. Anyway, before I sound dumber, Shigaraki. <laughs> no, I think um, Tomura. I think the Tomura was based off the adulterated Shimura. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. And then, there we go. And then Shigaraki was all for one's last name. Yeah. And then he switched it to like from Tenko to to. Yeah, it's a Shigaraki. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. So there's a bunch <laughs> of theories out there that all for one is Deku's father. Uh, and uh what if he takes Izuku as his new last name? No. It's no. Like his name is Star Power. No. <laughs> yes, yeah, Star. Yo, oh my god. Uh, that'd be hilarious. Uh, that'd be hilarious. I don't no. know how I feel. Oh, Izuku, I feel Izuku right Shigaraki. It's chill out. That would be fucking buns so wait what's the <laughs> what's the opposite of deku because i know that deku is like his name that he like took and made a play on words to like laugh at it can bakugos do. it can't you know, like can't do and can do yeah or something yeah. so what if he changed his name to will do <laughs> something like that i don't fucking know dude holy no. shit this is an area that i was like not prepared to talk about and i'm like so like i don't fucking know no. i honestly i always felt like um alpha one was probably the reason why uh azuki's father disappeared as just like a causal effect of his like you know various criminal organizations and his dad just ran afoul of them you Oof. know 
Jesus Christ. I don't know. You know, because like they're just like, oh yeah, you can breathe fire. That'll be kind of useful. I could I could give that to a good foot soldier. Yeah, that's that right. His dad can breathe fire. I completely forget about that every time. So I was like, all right. And you never would. see his mom use like her quirk, which is like bringing small objects low key towards telekinesis. Her. Yeah, super yeah. low key. But yeah, I don't know. That's an insane thought, though. Um. So what do you think this explosion is? This is just decay. Maybe? On what page? On the last page, like obviously the climactic or uh, the cliffhanger point is, you know, the fact that oh. Star and Stripes order didn't work because that's not his name. Apparently, you know what I mean? Because he's like a new his identity. He's is a melting. he's a brand new bitch, right? Yeah. So like then she's like, "Holy shit, my shit's not working," and then he like explodes at the end. And I don't know. What do you guys think? I don't think it's decay because that has to travel along like the ground from the from what we've seen of it at least you know what i mean like before it was just i have to touch you with all of my fingers then you rot but then after his reawakening you just touch the ground and then it creates like a wave of damage or a wave of decay that goes outward in like a cone or maybe even 360 degrees i don't remember but i'm pretty sure it it's 360 might... degrees but like still like this seems to be like in air without like the proper medium that we're used to to travel through you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I don't know exactly what this explosion is, but it could just be other quirks that he has. That, just a series of quirks spiraling out yeah, of control. We're either not, you know, we're either not um, accounting for them because they haven't been told to us yet, or maybe it is a combination of quirks that we know that he has access to, and he's just like amount, you know, creating out. an amalgam of them, yeah, or something like that. But I have no idea what this next chapter is going to be and i'm just as excited for the next one as i was the last one his hair the... is rapidly growing too yeah oh shit his yeah. eyes are splitting open like super I saying what three he's... shit dragon ball yeah. shit come on man no. big old dragon ball reference like his eyes are also freaking out too so like i wonder if he's even gonna look human after this is he gonna look more like a nomu is he gonna look definitively inhuman uh is he gonna have multiple pupils in his eyes like oh i i wonder God. that would be wild That'd i would be love insane if he became if a little pupils. more grotesque yeah, yeah where he had multiple pupils i definitely think that kohei is gonna lean more into the body horror element of shigaraki as his evolution continues because that just makes so much sense for his art style i mean but, yeah, look at, at page 13 Look at page 13 yes, with exactly, AFO exactly. melting with him, growing at him like some vestigial twin. Yeah. It's just like, it's it's the it's layered out right there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I remember someone saying uh, the she fell for it was AFO's voice. Where is that? Yeah. Um, oh, page 12 yep, and 13. I see it. Yep. Like someone I would said, agree. Oh, yeah, that's, that's probably his voice. Ugh, there were signs from disgusting. the moment it awakened you will be mine little brother the boundary was always hazy as originally planned you were meant to become me entirely after two months of recuperation but what a firecracker you are implying that he's reaching that level sooner than expected so that i guess that yeah that totally makes sense that uh, well all for one saying that maybe it's all for one like literally telling him how he thinks the fight will go and saying if she does this prepare for this contingency and then she did so shigaraki's like oh damn that motherfucker was right she fell for it she fell for the plan that all for one told me like she fell for you know the bluff that all for one told me to use or something mm -hmm. i don't fucking know i but... wonder i think that he's just trying to mock shigaraki and like 
throw him off kilter and make him lose focus. And I also feel like this is all planned because he knew, all for one knew who Star and Stripe was. He knows that Tomura Shigaraki hates All Might. So do you think that like unadulterated, single-minded hatred might be, um, I think be kind of the catalyst to have a singular purpose and help fuse their personalities together by having a single-minded focus because Shigaraki is so difficult to work with. He's like, I need you to hate, 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 hate one person specifically, purely in a moment so that I can like slip in and fuse with you. Oh shit, yeah. So that's why I feel like he set up the fight between him and Star and Stripe. Wow. Yeah. No man, that's insane. What a chapter! What a chapter, though. Yeah, I don't have anything else for my yeah, hero, but like that's a that's a lot to well. think about. Yeah. <laughs> um, just a brief shout out to some of the members on our Discord. They were saying that uh, Star and Stripe, the little girl that was saved, is a member in uh, a movie, one of the My Hero movies. Oh so my god! It is now uh, like I think it's called Two Heroes. I don't know. I haven't seen any of the movies. I've never watched cool it, shout-out. so I'll yeah. have to check it out. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, cool spot. Yeah. Potentially. Well, I think that about does it. So, um, thank you all for watching. If you did, be sure to slap a like on this video if you enjoyed it. Be sure to sub to the channel for more fire weekly reviews on the jump chapters. And as we said before, be sure to check that description box down below where you can find links to any and all of our individual social media accounts such as Twitter, online communities such as Discord, audio listening platforms, whichever you prefer to listen to podcasts on, as well as ways to support the podcast via our Patreon or our online shop. And with all that said, this will be another stupendous episode of the Project Manga Podcast wrapping up. I'm your host, Eagle. Knox. Meloyas Sarabada Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Lucky Land Slots, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.